Today, I'm going to have a great podcast. Today, Today you're going to be somebody. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. I just texted with your sister. Sorry, I was distracted. Today, Today is the day that I don't interrupt you. I mean, I don't really think that's going to work. I'm smart uh, enough, <laughs> good enough, and doggone it. Doggone it, people like me. PJ used to love uh, Jack Handy. from. If, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're just... Jack Handy from Silent Live was the motivational speaker, right? I don't know. I don't remember the name, but yes. Yeah. It, something like that. It was always uh, pithy sayings, you know. Uh, yeah. Hey, man, <clears throat> if you lose your keys in a lava flow, don't go for them because, man, they're gone. You know, uh-huh. and it'd be, you'd see lava flow in this it's motivational like bad text. advice, or not bad advice, but just not necessary advice, like don't eat yellow snow. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, there's actually a good song about... Don't eating yellow snow, or not eating yellow don't snow. Don't eating. Don't eating the yellow we don't snow. Don't eating the yellow snow. Hello, welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Adder, 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 adder. Pew, 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 pew. All the pews. Uh, we're, we needed, we're needing a little like resuscitation, like a charge to 350. <laughs> Live! Because Sean was like, uh, I don't feel like doing it. And I was like, dude, we got to do it, man. No, it's not that I don't feel like doing it. I just. No, it's because we're tired. Yeah. My it's eyes have seen no the things my, my eyes have seen. These eyes. They just been editing a lot. Yeah, they feel a little swollen. I told you to find someone, and we need to hire someone. I know. I'm just saying. And you're like, we don't have time, and I'm like, you never have time. That's the problem. Et voila. Then Et we find ourselves voila. where we are. When I said dude, it made me think of my cousin Amanda has a little girl Ellis who's I think she's four now. Uh, I think so. Anyway. She, because she's a, a child, you don't want to be like, hurry the fuck up. Come on now, Ellis. You can't like say that to children, unfortunately. I mean, I guess you can. You can, but they'll probably take your kid away from you. Well, then they'll probably say it in, at school and get in trouble. That's usually what happens. Where did you learn such words, Because they pick up Gina? those things. Uh, my mommy in the it's car. Like, it's like when I was a nanny. Um, I used to nanny slash babysit for this family. And I was getting on in, I got all the kids in the car. There was twins. There was a boy and a girl who are now like in high school, which makes me feel very old, but I'm still 22, right? Um, anyway, they, <laughs> they, I got them in the car because I had to take them to some like Gymboree class or something like that. And there was traffic, like, you know, you get on the freeway, it's like slowing down and Phoebe, the little girl in the back, was like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've mentioned this on podcast before, how much I love children cussing. But anyways, my cousin, because she doesn't want her children to cuss, and she also is not like a big cursor in general, but you just don't want them saying like... Well, you don't swear around your own kids. Yeah, you swear around other people's children, yeah, so yeah, then they learn sure. it. 100%. <laughs> no, anyway, so she tries to come up with sayings that aren't like, you know, well, that sucks or, you know, shit, you know, things like that. And so when she's frustrated with Ellis, she'll be like, dude, come on. Like, that's how she talks to her. She's like, I don't know why. And she hadn't realized that she was saying that because she was just trying to come up with a new, you know, when you're not really speaking in a language that is yours, it's like you're catering it to a scenario. I do that on other podcasts. They don't allow people to cuss or they'd prefer you not to. So I'm like, well, darn it anyways, that's really rough. You know, you're like, "Mm, that's not me. And so because that's not how she is. She didn't realize she was talking like that. And then a couple of days ago, Ellis really wasn't wanted to go. Like they're going to go for a walk. And she's like, come on, come on, mom. And she's like, oh, I forgot something for, you know, her younger brother. And Ellis goes, dude, come on. And Amanda's like, 
When did you become like a surfer from California? Yeah, she's raising herself a little Olsen twin from Full House. <laughs> so funny. I know. Dude. Uh, bummer, dude. Bummer, dude. Yeah. Is that what those kids? That was their tagline, right? It was no. That and print my check. <laughs> those, I think that was behind the scenes. Were, yeah. Those, they print their own money, man. Just uh-huh. making money. What was there? It was. Don't have a cow, dude. No, no that was Bart Simpson. Simpson. I think it's bummer. Bummer, bummer, dude. bummer, dude. Yeah. Something like that. You guys let us know. They're probably screaming and writing in the comments right now. I can feel it. The Olsen twins? Yes. They watch or listen? No, our, our viewers. Oh, oh, oh. I yeah, like, I'm really good friends with Ashley and... You don't even know their name. Michelle? Mary Kate and Mary Ashley. Mary Kate and Ashley. Good job. Good Mary job. Kay? Like the makeup person? <laughs> that She started that too. Drives Printing a, money. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> making that money drives herself a pink uh, Cadillac. Yeah, right. Do you remember when they used to do that? Yes. You'd see them around town. You're like, we had someone a ton was of those back home where I grew up as Mary Kay women. Like one of my mom's, one of our close friends, I can't even remember their names now, but we used to go over there all the time. I think the last name was the Gonzaleses. Anyway, his wife was like addicted the to leader. multi-level marketing sales. Well, yeah, it's like Arbon now. We're like, you've joined a cult. Here's your setup, and also I want you to get your other friends to join said cult, so that whoever's at the top, whoever Mr. Arbon is or Mrs. Mary Kay, they make all the yeah, uh, I'm going to need you to invite seven friends, and then those seven friends will each invite seven friends. <laughs> yep. How is this not a period, a pyramid scheme, Michael? Yeah. I'm going to have to make a call. <laughs> that that Ponzi guy, the, uh, not Fonzie, because no, he was Ponzi. cool. Fonzie's, Ponzi was the a, Fonz is cool. Ponzi is a prick. Ponzi's a prick. Yeah, but what a good the little system. A prick. I wonder if it was like a some. I don't know when it was invented. Probably in the 30s when all the uh, the shysters and the the hucksters and well, what, are, what are some of the terms? Let me look up Ponzi scheme and see. When uh, old man Ponzi. Ponzi. He was a grifter. He was one of the best grifters. Okay, Ponzi scheme. Also a Ponzi game. Charles Ponzi, nineteen twenty. See, it's that era. Th- wow. Those people were they were scrappy. Like, uh, you know, if although you... a Ponzi scheme, I think, is a little bit different than a pyramid scheme. Because Ponzi scheme, it says a Ponzi scheme can maintain the illusion of a sustainable business as long as new investors contribute new funds. Much like this podcast. As long as most of the investors do not demand full repayment and still believe in non-existent assets that they are purported to own. So we're talking more about like Mary Kay and Arbonne is like you sell these products to people and you're part of this group and you get paid, you know, on percentages. Yeah. On paper, it looks great to join a multi-level marketing uh, company. And they always have really yeah. good advertising. I remember one time I was hit up. Uh, I was at work and I was sitting at the computer and I think I was complaining about like my shoulders or something, you know, because you're kind of typing. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Who my shoulder. Who I'll kill him. This realtor, um, she put her hands all <laughs> what her, a her greedy mitts. All what a creep reporter. But you know what? The reason why she did it wasn't because she was uh, concerned about yeah she did it because she was a sales i do it because i'm hot to trot for you <sighs> these women it's hard <laughs> up in the streets for the players you know <laughs> uh no so this lady uh she was like oh yeah your back is a little tense you know and i was like oh this is awkward mm-hmm, awkward like, awkward you know because someone comes up behind you sensual touching yeah, yeah. never um, good they should have a sitcom about realtors and like inside of like century 21 or something mm-hmm. anyways uh so she's like, you know, you really got to sit a certain way when you're at the computer. Also, I find uh, magnets help. And I was like, oh, yeah, they sold those for a while. Magnets? Why it's would like those ma- copper things that were supposed to like, take yeah, away yeah. your aches and pains. Yeah. Calgon, take me away. 
Except this was uh, Al Nico 2 metal, Take Me Away. What? Al Nico 2? It's a type of magnet. I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's crazy. Yeah. So, but they put them in everything. It was like it cured everything. Oh, you're blind? We'll just put some magnets in your contact lenses. Uh, Or you're deaf? We'll put some magnets in your ears. (laughs) There are certain things that magnets can be around. Other things magnets should not be around, I'd assume. Right? Yeah. You, you, You got the herps? No, just put the put uh, magnet, magnet right on, on the herps. It's like the my big fat Greek wedding <laughs> when he's like, "You got a you got a pimple? Uh, put Windex on it." Yesterday, my my elbow was as big as my face. I stuck it in some Windex. It's better. But it's crazy the multi level marketing, and I'm sure a lot of them have good products. Juice Plus, I think, was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Although I haven't the taken way... Juice Plus, but I believe in it. Yeah. Mm. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. Tang got the astronauts to the moon. I'm sure Juice Plus can get me to the corner store. That you know what I mean? True. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Uh, the way those things work, though, they do have good products. I think sometimes, yeah. Like, and then I don't know about Arbon or Mary Kay being good. The literature is great. Yeah, and usually there's a real feisty lady mm-hmm. who who is good at corralling people, mm-hmm. and then they throw a party every other week, and it's like uh, I hate those parties. Yeah, I Tupperware go, party. Oh yeah, there's Tupperware parties. I went to one with my mom as a kid where she got like her colors done. Has anybody talked about this? I wonder if my mom is listening, please, mom, call me and let me know if you still have that packet. It wasn't even a packet. It was like a, a portfolio of swatches, like small enough you keep it in your purse. So like if you were out shopping, you could check. Well, cheat, Are cheat. these my colors? I need something like that. Clearly, by the way, I dress. I help you out. I'll be like, that's going to look terrible. These are good colors for you. Stay with me. Yeah, but you warm. were making fun of me because you said this is not navy. And I said it's navy for sure. Yeah, it's a lie. You didn't say that. I just said it has dog fur on it. We have to brush it. And, so I, and I like that. I, no, I like that shirt on you. Thank you. This was uh, like a part of that deal where I was getting oh, trunk the stuff. Five four. Yeah, I was part of a subscription club. Yeah. I, some of the stuff. Some worked. of it worked. Some didn't. Yeah, you just never know what you're going to get. But back to multi-level marketing. Oh, uh-huh. Very uh, important. I don't want to dog on it because I do. I do. Think, well, no, I think there's good product and there's good people doing it. But I think the corporations overall, well, they're, the they're ones getting making all the money because yes. that Nikon or Nikon or whatever magnet company. Oh, okay. I didn't know what it was. It was sweeping the nation. It sweeps. I drove by their headquarters once. Is or, it like the headquarters of um, the church on the TVs on church? What's the yeah. What's it called? The, 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 the one that's in Costa in Mesa? County, yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Jesus. Yeah, what's that's it called? That's a mega church for sure. There's a lot of those around What's it too. called? What's what's their thing called? Also. Hey, uh, answer the question. I, I don't know wh- which one they are. The church is called something. Damn. I'll yeah. look it up. Anyway, we just continue. called the Church of Happy Birthday Jesus because it had that written in lights across but the I thought it, it was some like Greek no. uh, place for people to get married you know like a rental space kind of thing because you guys if you drive by it on the 405 it's got like seventy five thousand columns yes and it's and tons round of lights. and white and it's hideous they rock christmas lights year-round because um, they rock christ year-round which is good you know? i mean that's but fine but they, they also are of that ilk of um i guess i'll just put my cards on the table because we were talking about I don't religion even know how to look that up costa uh, mesa yeah mega, mega church. church yeah and, and I know a lot of people belong to churches, and that's great. But sometimes, you do, you do, boo-boo. yeah, you you see these places, and you're like, they're they're just getting rich off of people, and it's it's predatorial, you know? Like, yeah. There's who's the new guy that we're seeing on TV lately? Um, the Calvary Chapel? That's no, not it's not right. Calvary. Uh, although, you know what? There is a great <gasps> story. Trinity Broadcasting. 
TBN, baby. You guys, look it up. It's the hit, most hideous building. They have a... Now, if you're a member of their congregation, we don't have a problem with the oh, members. they sold. Of the, that... They more than sold. There was uh, all sorts of... 6.19 acres in Costa Mesa. They sold it to Green Law Partners. Yeah. More than wow. sold. Mm-hmm. They There's all sorts of... Uh, Surprise, surprise, improper use of funds. Of course. There's, they uh, have like private jets and shit. Yeah, backfighting. I remember turning What's on. backfighting? Like they were fighting amongst themselves. Um, oh, when, like what pastor versus pastor. Yeah, I think. Who the, will win? WWF. Oh, yeah. From the top ropes, it's Pastor Jones with a flying <laughs> elbow, brother. Ooh. I would watch that. That would be funny. Fuck yes. Do they hit you with the Bible every once in a while? Does oh, they somebody definitely. Somebody brings a cross out and whacks you yeah. in the head. Give you the leather strap across the knuckles. Oh, the Jesuits are in the ring. <laughs> Look out. Hit him with the chair. What was it the Catholics used? Like a, a paddle thing? Oh, many, many devices. Rulers. Uh, fun fact. Okay. My dad uh, was taught by Jesuits. Yes. Uh, for a brief period because he always got kicked out of school. For high school until he was uh, kicked out of that high school. Yeah, his for dad. calling in a bomb threat. Oh, somebody's just been outed. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad. I'll get into the uh, bomb threat. He, maybe he'll defend himself in the comments. I don't hey, know. Hey, we can offer retractions, Eric. You just yeah. let us know. If it wasn't a bomb threat, which it was. Um, but We had so many of those. We even had people for a while back in my day in like... I don't know, middle school, even elementary school, I feel like, where kids would put like cherry bombs on the bathrooms and blow up the toilets. Those kids go to prison uh, <laughs> shortly after graduating like, high school. Who would want to blow up a toilet? Like, it was always the boys' restroom. It was never the woman's restroom. But I blame uh, MTV and Judas Priest for corrupting the youth. Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath, all those bands. Mm-hmm. It's the devil's music. Okay. Okay, Pastor Joe. Just saying. Tell us what you know. Yeah. Heavy metal music is the devil's music. <laughs> that reminds me, back in the day, my um, my cousins, so my, my cousin Amanda that I was talking about, her brother, so their mom is was way, way, way more strict than my mom. And to a point that they would just flat out lie to her a lot because she wouldn't let them do anything. Like, I remember they couldn't watch the Smurfs for a while because she was like, it's the devil's show or some shit. Oh, and Gargamel then, was a wizard, so. I know. <gasps> you know. A wizard. And then even the Smurfs, they were making potions. And yeah, they so were, they couldn't watch it, I think, yeah. for a while. And then I remember they couldn't listen to certain music. They only listened to Christian music, which everybody knows Christian music's terrible. The Sometimes only th- I I get tricked because there's a lot of Christian music <laughs> on the radio in Southern California, specifically. I used to love Jars of Clay, and I didn't mind Switchfoot. And O-A-R-Or. Oh, I never liked Or, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, My friend's brother's in that band. Yeah. So so just because it's Christian music doesn't mean it's bad music. In fact, a lot of them are great musicians. Maybe. They all sound the same. It starts out harmonized too much. Yeah. And usually by the fourth, I don't know, line, someone's on a mountaintop and praising something. Maybe. Or someone's like really down on their luck. And then I got to my knees and you're like, at this song. That's country music. No. There's a fine line between, but you know what's really good uh, Christian music mm-hmm. is gospel music. The Maybe. Gospel singers? Oh, I can't get enough of it. I love it. When do you ever listen to gospel? He's telling you guys a string of lies. Don't believe them. No. Uh, <laughs> I had a Name teacher. your favorite gospel song. Hmm. See? Told you. Well, that's that's difficult. I have many, many favorites, but Elvis gospel I mean, Amazing Grace, great. man. Just pull that one out. That's Is easy. that gospel? I would count that as gospel. Who's gospel? Matthew, Mark, Luke? Which one? That's not what this is. <laughs> or like the old rugged cross, people would say like that's a that's an old gospel. Good that's old a good hymn. Jam. 
Yeah. Anyways. A hymenal. A hymenal. Anyway, Hymen. so to finish my story, yeah. you said you weren't going to cut me off or interrupt or whatever, but I told you it wouldn't last. I said I would try. That's fine. You're trying. You've got to try your best. Hashtag just trying my best. Um, So my uh cousin amanda's brother ricky he would give because his mom was like you can't listen to like metallica metallica was fucking huge then everybody wanted metallica um and he <laughs> once again the devil's music devil's music it's gonna it's just gonna be implanted in your brain you're gonna you're gonna turn into the devil or i don't know what does that even mean make children act out i think you act out because your parents are too strict and don't don't like allow for you to learn and challenge things there's a great bloom county cartoon strip uh where they have Bill the cat. Mm-hmm. So the first panel. I like how I just said, uh-huh. Like I know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, Bloom County was uh, Opus the penguin. Oh, I know Bill Opus the, cat. the penguin. I don't know Bill the cat, but okay. If you saw it, you would. It's like an orange tabby that really looked. Like Garfield? It was like Garfield on uh, crack cocaine. Okay. He's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like Bill the cat. Stuck his little paw in a light socket. Yes. Okay. He's, he's strung out all the time. <laughs> uh, they show in the comic strip, there's Bill the cat. Sorry, no, there's two orange Garfield-looking cats, okay. and they're both sitting side by side. Like all perfect. Boop. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just sitting there, and their eyes are closed, and they've got headphones on like we're wearing. Oh. And the first one says John Tesh, and mm. the second one says I was interviewed uh, by him Judas recently. Priest. Oh. Okay, so John Tesh is a Christian. He's like. You know, good guy, you know, yeah. plays music, and it's piano, and it's very, it's very adult pop, contemporary, whatever. He has snores on, but yeah, cool. On the other hand, Judas Priest is pretty fucking awesome, right? I mean, I I, I know it's like heavy metal. Heavy metal with... I was uh, like, I don't really listen to that, so I don't really know what Judas Priest is. I know, like if someone's like, do you know what the name Judas Priest means? I'd be like, it's a band. Yeah, they called the lead singer Rob Halford was the metal god. Okay, He's, okay. We're on board, yep. so continue. Mm-hmm. So these two cats are side by side. They look like Garfield, and they're just chilling with headphones on. One is listening to John Tesh. The other is Judas Priest. Two panels over, it says 30 minutes later, and the one cat that's listening to um, uh, Judas Priest is like freaking out. It's it's Bill the Cat now. Like his hair Uh is all like, ah! (laughs) And the other one is listening to John Tesh, and it's it's still pretty mellow. It's still mellow. Yeah, yeah. I think I have it switched, though. I think the the joke is, look at me messing up the joke. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) You're welcome, everyone. Uh, I think... The John Tesh one turns into Bill the Cat. Oh, so like, got you. Yeah, it's like the opposite of what you think. Yes. That's funny. But anyway, so to finish... <laughs> we all laugh. So to finish my story, um, Ricky, my cousin, because my mom was not that strict. She she didn't want us to... She would be kind of like, be careful and like, watch what you say. And we couldn't cuss or anything in the house. I used to spell really quickly, B-U-T-T-H-O-L-E, call my brother a name because she wouldn't let me say it. Because I used to be like, you're such a butthole. And she'd be like, you can't say that. That's a bad word. And so I'd be like, so I'm smarter than the average kid. Not really. So I would just spell it really quickly. And I got really, really fast at calling my brother a butthole without saying butthole. I'd be like, you're such a B-U-T-T-H-O-L-E. That was my put down. (laughs) So tough. I know. I just knew you all got scared. But anyway, Ricky used to give my brother all the bad CDs that his mom had found that he couldn't listen to. And it was really just uh, a lot of Huey Lewis. It'd in the be news. like a Weird Al Yankovic CD. No offense to Weird Al, we, you guys know we love him. In a CD case of Metallica, or a Jars of Clay CD inside of a Soundgarden, or, or or sound yeah inside Soundgarden a Soundgarden case. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it was like 
yeah, mom, I got rid of those bad CDs. I just hid them in other fucking CD cases because this, this is stupid. You're stupid. And I'm not following these dumb rules. <laughs> I love it. And it was so funny. A little misdirection. My mom knew you know what was made happening. Him do it? The devil's music made him lie to his <laughs> Judas mom. Judas Priest. <laughs> she knew that he was giving the CDs that weren't really CDs to Nick, which was just funny to me. But we never told his mom because she's a hard ass. You don't want to tell on anybody. Right. Also, it's not. It wasn't like bad music. Metallica's fucking awesome. And although they were uh, good Christian kids, mm-hmm. you guys were fond of saying uh, "snitches get stitches." Mm-hmm. And so. B-U-T-T-H-O-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a B-U-T-T-H-O-L-E. Oh, snitches I, get stitches. Before I forget, because my mom listens to this podcast sometimes. Um, you know, pray for her because this is rough. Um, but no, my um, my kitty cat Molly. So my retraction is, Molly update. I apologize, it's the Molly update. I was wrong. It was not a kidney problem. They thought it might be a kidney problem, problem, but upon further investigation and getting that blood work back, it turned out it's a thyroid issue, and I believe they're just going to put her on this, and she's okay. But I'm probably wrong on that, too, because my mom always uh, notices, you know, because she knows things. She remembers better than I do of things like that. So I'm sorry about Molly the cat. I lied. And they also think that she's 32. No, she so. says she's like, we don't know how old she is, but we assume like 20, 21. Yeah. But um, so Molly, I apologize for sharing your medical information incorrectly. You know what I find weird? And <laughs> I'm not saying your mom is going to do this mm-hmm. or that she's doing this. Mm-hmm. But if she is, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> when a pet is aging out, let's say, uh-huh. and then people start kind of shopping in their head for a new pet already. The pet hasn't died and you're like... When this one goes, I'm going to get... I know what the failings of this model was. Who does that? I think a lot of people do. No, we, we always got a new one. Like, Corny got older. He was probably like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And then, I forget what dog we got after him. Maybe it was Wally. But we got a... You got a younger dog. I've heard of Wally a little bit, but not as much as Corny. It's funny when you hear about someone else's pets. Uh-huh. Like, eh, Wally was all right. He was kind of stupid. But we didn't have Wally for very long. No. So the story about Wally is that he... He was just a bad dog. And I hate to say that, but he, we, so the story gets better. The story of Wally is he was a purebred chocolate lab and he was a gift. And, and he, a curse. Yes. But no, somebody gifted him and he got parvo, which if you don't know what parvo is, it's like a purebred dog prob, a disease. And um, I nursed him back to health through feeding. Like I don't know what parvo is. It's the puffy. It, 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 it's when it coughs. I don't, it's not a puppy cough. It's not a kennel cough. Parvo, I, I, it like kills them if they don't, because they won't drink or eat and then they die. And it's because they don't drink or eat that they die. And I'd have to look it up. I don't know exactly. I forget. It's been years since I read about it. But anyway, Parvo. Depression. Isn't that just another word for bummed out? <laughs> I'm going to bring my parents to the matinee. Um, no. Um, anyway, so he had Parvo and the vet was pretty much like, you can try to feed him, like, like get him to drink and eat, but there's like nothing we can do kind of thing and so anyway i threw a turkey baster basted every day like five times a day a bunch of chicken broth into this dog like warmed up chicken broth and he he survived well yeah and chicken broth anyone can survive so i went out into his kennel and you know and he would just lay there and i'd pet him and i'd feed him and i thought he's gonna be such a great dog this is my dog and then i went took him to training and did all the training because in my family, well, I actually trained Corny too, but if you 
if it was your animal, if you were quote unquote responsible for the animal, then you were responsible for the training. And so anyway, did all that. And homeboy was out of control. So he would like chew up everything. Like he chewed up a leg of one of our couches, like a wooden part of the couch leg. Chewed that thing to shit. And then we'd squirt him with the squirt bottle and be like, bad dog, you know, da, 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 da. And never stopped him. And then so for a while we wouldn't let him in the house because he would just terrorize things and ruin everything. And we couldn't figure out how to calm him down. And then he, the, the nail in the coffin of it was we put him outside in the coffin and then you hit the nail. No, we put him outside and he chewed up all of our outdoor furniture, all the, like the plastic slash metal chairs, like all the bits on there, fucked them all up. And my dad came out onto the back patio and he was standing on top of the table, this like glass, you know, the like outdoor table, having chewed up all the chairs and he was standing. My dad's like, we have to get rid of this dog. (laughs) Like he's a maniac. (laughs) Dad turns to mom and says, well, it looks like Wally smoked his last cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) But the good news was that my mom worked with a guy whose dog had recently passed away and he runs marathons and his dog, he takes his dog along with him. And... He loved Wally because he had so much energy. Oh, so he ran with it. He ran with him. And for years, my mom would see him running along the side of the road with Wally. There he was. (laughs) But he Bits of plastic furniture in Wally's mouth still. Having destroyed the last throw blanket, Wally went on a run. I don't know how to train a dog. However, Mm -hmm. I do watch uh, a couple of different trainers on Instagram. Therefore, I suspect I could learn. What's the guy's name? Cesar Chavez. Cesar Milan? Yeah, Chavez is someone else. <laughs> it's a bad guy, right? Uh, well, depends on which side of the, the fights you're on, I guess. So, no, but not Cesar <laughs> I was like, Milan. That's not right. It's a, it's another person. Oh, by the way, I saw some footage the other day of Cesar Milan, uh, the dog biting him, mm-hmm. and then him kicking the dog. That's not the Cesar Milan I've seen on TV. So of course I, not. I think uh, there's some sort of oh, some he's getting canceled. Everybody's canceled. Yeah, people need to shut the fuck up. So he. The guy that I saw... Also, you shouldn't kick animals, but I'm just saying like... No, he wasn't like beating it. He was like trying to get it away from because it was attacking him. When I say kick, it wasn't like he was... Oh, yeah. Because like we used to roll up newspaper like, and beat our dog on the butt. He, he and was be trying like, to no, no. escape the dog. Yeah, like, like yeah. please don't kill Sorry. me. I framed him in a bad light there. I didn't mean that he mm. was kicking a dog. Okay, because that sounded bad. Yeah, he was kicking to get away. Yes. Because the dog... Bit him, was attacking him. Yeah, it, was, it didn't <laughs> just bite once. It was like latched on kind of... Crazy. And said, I'm the star of the show. And he was like, oh. And he was like, I whispered to the dogs. Okay, continue. So what's your story? Oh, the dog that was being trained Mm -hmm. in something else I saw on Instagram. It's this other trainer. He said that dogs will, because they're not necessarily the leader, they're trying to figure out their spot in your house. Yeah, they don't know where they are. You have to be the the, the leader yeah but what if there's a kid in the house or you know like mm-hmm. then is the does the dog slot in is it underneath above the master the kid or is under it above, the kid yeah mm-hmm. so there's all these the whole family has to train it right mm-hmm. but i didn't know that did you guys stuff. not take do you not take your dog to training well this stuff? sounds a little bit more advanced some of the psychology oh, okay. but uh so in the footage he's commenting on what he's seeing so the, okay. do- the dog trainer is commenting on footage someone else has sent in the dog is not facing the camera He's got his back to it mm-hmm. and there's a bowl of food mm-hmm. and the person with the camera is like, hey, buddy. And the dog turns around and it's showing all its teeth. It's Ooh. freaking out. And the guy with the camera laughs and everyone else kind of laughing. So it's endorsing bad behavior mm-hmm. or not reinforcing. 
Yeah. Well, you're uh, not stopping it. Exactly. You might not necessarily be reinforcing well, it. Well, they're, 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 they're in good spirits. Some. They're laughing. Yeah. So this indicates to the dog that, that it's okay to act like this. It's okay. And what the trainer says is, listen, if a dog ever does this, mm-hmm. you take away whatever possession it is that it has that's guarding. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you take away everything it owns. And then mm-hmm. you put it away. And the dog has nothing. He doesn't have a bed to sleep on. Oh, he doesn't have food. Basically, the dog didn't know where his place was in the house. And he, he couldn't figure out the pecking order because so there were several hair. kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd have friends come by. Like, he was just getting mixed signals. Which so is, he, he basically, hmm. he knew that the food was his. And so he didn't he, know who could take it from him or whatever. And he was just protecting it with, it with all he could because this is the only thing he had. So... If, if you take away all its worldly possessions, hmm. it has a collar, whatever, but the dog I then... I dogs like collars, I would assume. No, but then the dog basically is looking around like, okay, who can give me something? And if hmm. no one's giving him something, then he just chills out. He doesn't protect anything. He, he just runs with everyone else because everyone else is above him in the pecking order in terms of having stuff, which I, I thought... That's wow. weird. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But I do know that when we took our dogs to training, it was like this local training thing. Um, we, it was like, what sort you of had like- one main person that, like I was the main person that would do the training. So I had a fanny pack because they were cool back then. And I would keep hot, cut up hot dogs in a little Ziploc in there. What? Not in my mouth like those gross people at the weird Westminster shit. Um, and, you know, you hold it in your hand and then you sit good boy you know give it to him and they say women are better at training because you want a, you want a hot dog piece I was, is it did i train you right no 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 i no, heard wait, sit wait and for later. you want some hot dogs and i was like <laughs> yes to both of those things mm-hmm. um anyway the the other people were in the home like you had the main trainer but then everybody else was supposed to use the same commands like you can't confuse the animal you're supposed right. to use the same commands and do the same things um and sometimes if i couldn't go to the training my brother nickel would go and you know so it wasn't I don't know, but I also think it's a temperament of the animal too. Like there's combinations of things, right? Because Corny was super easy. Like he was just such a well, like a All right. well, well-tempered dog. Dream dog. Let's go. Right Dream now. Dog. What are you seeing online right now? Well, I've always, I always have an affinity for the Bernese mountain dog. Beautiful animal. But we live in, even in Austin, it's going to be a little warm for a Bernese. It's and a I mountain feel dog for the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that doesn't align with where we live yeah i always think the people who own those types of dogs in a warm climate are complete fucking idiots the owners well the shedding's got to be crazy and i feel like you just need to shave the dog yeah ah hey hey rich guy well the dogs are always like is that a they're like sweating saint bernard yeah yeah he loves being in santa monica he's for the swiss alps man exactly i i'm pretty sure that dog is writing like to the spca please i'm being abused just come get me I need to Dear go home to Switzerland. madam or sir. Um, <laughs> right. Help, it's, help. It's too hot. Sincerely, paw print. Um, <laughs> remember when we saw the Bernese puppies and mammoth in oh, the snow? I was are, like, oh yeah. my God. But I think because of where we were going to live, I, I'm open to a lot of animals, but I think because of your potential allergic reaction that you have to cats and also the fact that you and I don't want a ton of fur everywhere. You ha- you're allergic to cats. You get itchy and weird. And so I think um, like a short haired dog, like a um, like a pit bull. I love pit bulls. Corny was I think Corny was a pit bull. But then on a on my live stream, um, Patty was telling me of 
another hypoallergenic dog that's the Stratfordshire Terrier. I think that's what it is. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. And Corny looked just like those. Remember my mom oh. said that she thought Corny was like, uh, we thought he was a big mix. And then she's like, maybe he was a purebred because when I brought him in, they thought he was a purebred. He's like, I don't even understand like, what you're talking about. It just like Corny. He's like, good day, sir. Good day to you. He was so cute. He was the best. Um, He's a proper dog. He was a proper dog. But anyway, so I don't know. I don't know if Corny was hypoallergenic or Nestatfordshire Terrier, if I'm saying that wrong. Um, But that was a cute dog, too. It kind of looks like a pit bull is pretty much what. Because we thought Corny was a pit bull Rottweiler mix. And maybe a little blue healer because he had like white with black spots on his chest. But when you look at Stratfordshire Terriers, they look just like that. It's really weird. Dog breeds are fascinating. Yes. There so I like those kinds of dogs. I wild. also would do a, la- I would have a Labradoodle. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about all these hybrids that are coming out. Uh, it's just. There's lots that need to be I rescued. Why you're, exactly. I. Because so, of puppy mills and stuff. I ran into, I think I already mentioned this already on the podcast, but it'll stick with me till it was haunting. The Great Dane. No, sorry. Not the, the Great Dane. No, the Greyhound. The Greyhound in the cemetery. When I was uh, I was filming this uh, this project, uh, the making of a mausoleum. While I was there, I would see this woman walk through the the graveyard every day because, you know, something about a graveyard I like it. I like I grew I grew up near one and I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, you did. That's true. I did. I, I think there's something peaceful. First of all, it's a park. It's a place for reflection. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just weird when the teenagers hang out and. Or listening to Morrissey and you know that. Uh, the cemetery gates, all kids okay. and yates are Okay, so the dog, keep going with the oh, dog. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> what's his name on uh, the IT crowd? Roy or Renton? Oh, Renton, we, I think. Yeah. No, Redmond. Redmond. Right. He's so like. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, back to the dog in the yes. cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's so, stay on track. The woman, I would see her, while I was filming during the day, I would see this woman walking this beautiful dog. But the dog was such a contrarian, if you will. What does that mean? Contrary to what his nature was. He's a contrarian. Okay. I think that's what it means. Or I could have just fibbed. Balderdash, you say? Balderdash. (laughs) So this lady is walking this dog, and the dog is a a bigger dog. It looks like it's made to run. Like It's like a Ferrari Mm -hmm. that has a couple of flat tires, and someone's dented its well, it's that's back. like we have a neighbor who has the greyhound. I think it's missing a, a leg and they rescued it, but they walk it and it walks really slow. Yeah. It's older, but I was like, at least it has a good home. That's it. So I can rescue a greyhound. One day I had to walk. You know me. When we walk around, what do I say? A nice Demo- dog. Yeah. <laughs> we talk to dogs more than we talk to people. I'm like, hey, what kind of dog is that? You, oh, you're a good boy. You know, like. Yeah, I'll be like, hi, baby. You see so many great dogs. I know. And- some people are assholes and some people are super nice and excited like thank you yeah here's how you make someone's fucking day some people some people still know how to be nice well to there's other that people. lady that walks up and down our street with that dog that just barks and bites at people the german short-haired pointer is a bad dog it's a bad sh- dog. not not all of them just hers. No, it terrifies me hers is a bad dog because it lunges it lunges at you and she has it on like one of those the collars that pinch which i yeah that's I'm like oh nice. you shouldn't have to like and maybe you just have a muzzle or like a a thing on it a harness a harness also You're, train your fucking dog yeah so that lady's weird though too so yeah she's a little a little off but mm-hmm. you know she's out walking her dog so if you ever want to this is a trick that katie and i have it's not really a trick We're spread just dog some fans. joy be you know lighten someone else's day up 
go out for a walkabout through your neighborhood. And as you're walking through the neighborhood, whenever you see a dog with its owner, look at the owner and say, that's a great looking dog. What kind of, you know, just something simple. Mm-hmm. Usually they brighten up. Oh my goodness. Some people, it looks like it, it made, during the pandemic specifically. I was oh, doing yeah. this before the pandemic. We've done it always. But Dogs are adorable. But now, more than ever, you'll see someone just walking their dog. They're in their head. You know what's crazy is that we're all thinking the same thing. Man, what a weird year. When is year. this going to be over? What yeah, a weird year. Exactly. People with masks on when you're out walking, avoiding people walking in the street so you don't have to get close. It's very strange out there, people. If you don't live in a city, it's you're very aware of it. I think country being in the country might give us that little reprieve so we don't feel so Fair enough. weird. But here, we're in a, a small very city. very congested, yeah. And the, the... The amount of dogs we get to see is awesome, though. It really is. There's but such yeah. a great variety. So you get to say, oh... What a beautiful dog. Or, wow, what a beautiful dog. Uh-huh. Also, hey, what a beautiful dog. You know, or there's different like, versions of it. Cute dog. What kind of dog is it? Or yeah. something. Yeah. There's that one guy that walks, that dog that's like that Mexican hairless dog. We've seen it a couple of times. I'm like, I don't, you don't ever see those. You don't see those anymore. Like, you don't see Dalmatians anymore. Chupacabra? And those were super, that is not a chupacabra, but I could understand the confusion. Um but anyway, yeah, we do love the dogs. It's amazing. But if so you give someone a compliment, dogs. they it makes their day. That's Although what some I've people noticed. just don't want to talk. We've encountered that too. Where yeah. they're like, thanks. And they walk away. And I'm like, okay, So I'm well, like, okay, hey, well. hey, sorry, but oh. mystery, you dropped this. <laughs> and then we run away. <laughs> no, remember, uh, it reminds me from, it reminds me of the, uh, I forget the name of the film. As good as it gets, maybe. Where he's like, it's bacon. Oh, yeah. That, Jack that, Nicholson. As good as it gets? Yeah. Because he gets his Verdell, dog. come here. Yeah. And he, he wants always to get his dog comes back. to him. I don't know why my dog won't leave your side. And that guy has the worst year of his life. Like everything yeah. falls apart for him. He's Hate such a crime, good, loses his job. He's such a good actor. I He uh, won an, uh, an Oscar for that. Oh, did he? Funny story. Allie, my friend Allie um, and I saw him at a breakfast spot in Palm Springs before we were headed to Stagecoach Day 2 or something. And so nice. He was there. Ooh, is that a mosquito in our house? Shut the front door. Get out. Anyways. As it transoms the light, I Katie, know. you... I'll kill it later. Son of a bitch. Um, that is insane. It's like 40 or 50 degrees outside. Where do we live? What's happening? Where's the open water, Sound Katie? the alarm, people of Los Angeles. A mosquito has been spotted. Wow, wow. But anyway... um, he was super nice because Allie and I wanted like a real breakfast because we <laughs> have I told him the story of Allie and I going to stagecoach. No, we'll save that. We'll save that one for later. That's a good one. A That's great. a, as the kids say, That's a, banger like, a, a banger. It is a banger. More than um, a lot of. It's just a lot. We'll save it for later. Uh, maybe that'll be our, like our New Year's one or something. Maybe Allie can co-host. Uh, oh my God. We'll have her call in. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's such a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Because of the place that we were staying at had like a continental breakfast, but it came alongside with some other things we weren't really wanting to deal with that morning. So we left the place and went to get breakfast at like a little diner. And we stumbled upon that guy whose name I can't remember at the moment. Um, But he was so nice. So they had to leave early because he had to be back to film something or kids had something i don't know and they were like trying to get their their behind like backstage Super pass. VIP. yeah they were like gonna give them to us but they couldn't get them off and i was like don't worry about it they're so nice have you ever had a vip bracelet on and then you notice someone else with a 
an even better VIP bracelet for the same event. You're like, that's like when we went to that Abero Star Resort. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was trying to transfer my idea into your head. I was like, if I give you a weird clue, mm. will Katie's brain jump there? This is how you know we've spent a lot of time together. <laughs> we finish each, fin finish each other's sentences, right? Or our own, but yeah. yes. But so. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we went, uh, Sean's best friend, Joe, who we've talked about on this show, or old roommate too, also. And he and his wife got married in Mexico. And because they got married in Mexico and everybody was going to be traveling, it was like a destination wedding. They did it at this like all-inclusive resort. And we thought, I think we thought we were like, yeah, yeah so we, 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 we bought the, top, the but yeah, we thought we, it was like, we thought we were at the top of the like food a, chain. A premiere. It was the platinum band or something. Yeah, I think it was platinum. There was like, yeah, because there was like blue. We were, we were silver or gold or something. There was blue, know. then there was bronze, then there was silver. It, I think was, it was like, like the black Olympics. was like the top or something. Yeah, which is what we signed up for. Hey, if we're going to go to Mexico for Joe's wedding, we're going to go big, right? I'm, I was excited. We were so broke then. Remember, I was like, we, <laughs> we can't were. afford to do this, but yeah. we did it. But we did it because. And we paid it off. <laughs> Yeah, but it was Joe's wedding. Which it was. was. We weren't going to miss it. I totally get it. There's a photo of me on Instagram. I think it's on my account. It could be on yours, where I'm standing on top of that 10-foot wooden horse that is lacquered up. Oh, my God. I'm wearing the, the shortest was, shorts, which is kind of... I bruised my, my hip and then trying to get on that stupid thing. We have the photo Don't of the two of us. Don't have four margaritas and then try to stand on a wooden horse. 10-foot tall wooden horse. That was lacquered shiny. And then we went to that club, the club on the property, and nobody was in there, just us. So we were like, whoa, we would like you to play I this music. A place to stay. Get, Get your booty, booty on, on the floor day. tonight. Make my day. Make my, ow. Make my day. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, oh, my God. We had so much fun. So I highly recommend to everyone that they go at least once to one of those yeah, because we're Resorts. not really all-inclusive people. We like to like bounce around and we love to meet people from an area and we like to sit at bars and chat with people. That's like what we do in life in general is like sit at a meet restaurant interesting and chat people. with people. Go to the place where they're serving food. Yep. We're not Anthony Bourdain, but we are Bourdain-like or light. <laughs> More like, like we'll friendly have, like, strangers you meet at a restaurant. Yeah. Like we we've talked met, to everybody. We've met a lot of fun people that way. Yep. And I think being open to having conversations is kind of fun that way. And so that's why we don't do the all-inclusive. Also, their idea of pizza was very interesting. It was different. I would not recommend <laughs> uh, an Ibero Star. Okay, so this is, we should just get into it then. Okay. All right. So we get there and the place is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, I'd never been to the uh, Caribbean or Caribbean. Uh, Are we in the the... Mayan, Mayan oh, we're in the, the Gulf the Riviera something Riviera Maya that's what it was called the we Mayan flew Riviera. into we flew into Cancun and then the place was like I'm gonna have to pull it up on a map like an hour no 45 minutes away yeah so you take these these buses out to your property your property is attached to several other properties and it's you know just a resort so everything that you want and there's different levels to the accommodation i'm sure everyone mm -hmm. that's listening knows this it's pretty straightforward however um the way that they kind of push you through like your meal system okay you have to be here at six you have to register we have to the register ahead of time which my mom told me but playa del carmen that's where we were because i was looking up because cancun is right on the we were between cancun and tulum 
Tulum's where all the hipsters and Instagram models hang out, but we were in Playa uh. del Carmen. So anyway, that's that's where it was. Um, off the Yucatan Peninsula, it said. Um, you can tan and she can tan and he can, can tan. tan. You can tan, baby. But there, okay, so continue, sorry. So you had to register for your meals. And my mom told me ahead of time because they do this kind of thing all the time, like every year usually. Some people really get into it. And I can see why. Because having everything taken care of, I think is wonderful. When you go to a resort. Now, I am a freeloading son of a bitch. Okay. And I have never really had these luxuries. But one time I went uh with you to oh and i won the sales remember you guys i told you i was a sales rep for a, for like three four years i guess and i Ooh. won an award and we got to go to aruba aruba, aruba jamaica Ooh, I wanna take and it was all included but that was nice see and a barrow star was not nice like that to me it yeah so there's a difference me, one was big uh corporation putting on an event and so yeah. that resort was high-end and it wasn't all inclusive. It the wasn't one like for that. Joe's they just had money for us to spend. Was not tailored to corporations like that place was. Yeah. Joe's was more like uh, it was awesome because it it just gave you this really cool vibe, right? Wasn't the place like a JW Marriott in Aruba that we stayed at? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I'd never vacationed I'm like, like that I'm before. Get bit by that stupid fucking mosquito. Uh-huh. I'd never vacationed like that before. That was really. I've never vacationed. That like was pretty that swanky since know? then. No, me either. It's too expensive. <laughs> Although I guess when VidCon brought us out for Amsterdam and we stayed in that bougie hotel, I felt very fancy. Oh, yes. The Okana Hotel or was, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was called. I think it was Okana, something like that. Um, yeah. But Some, anyway. Sometimes you find yourself in a, in a pretty sweet spot and other times you pay for it out of your own pocket. So then, well, like when we went to Paris, I thought that was very, but I like that kind of a trip. Yeah. Personally. Wait, let's just wrap up okay. your bureau store. Yes. So we're at this property and it was fantastic in a lot of ways. But the thing was, I think in order to keep the flow of people moving on the property so that not everyone's congested at the pool at the same time or doing golfing at the same time, Mm -hmm. they break up your day by placing, like, when would you eat your meals, uh, Mr. and Mrs. St. Louis? Uh, At noon, at seven. But it was just for dinner, though, because I didn't, you didn't have to, like, they had the breakfast buffet. Yeah, but they all, I think they also did lunch. Well, anyways, but you had to get like a time slot assigned to you. And if you screwed Mm -hmm. up your time slots because you're hanging out with your friends, because we would hang out by the pool. Then I lose my mind. Yeah. I had a meltdown at that place. Yeah. Do you want to tell them about it? No, it's okay. (laughs) It wasn't that bad. No, guys, I had a, my, like, I think probably my worst meltdown because we it was already stressful. I'll be honest. Like we were broke. I was like, we shouldn't be going. We don't have money. Um, we show up to this thing and my mom tells us to go register for dinners and stuff. And so we do for like the next nights, but we can't for that first night. And I'm like, Oh, it's fine. Like we'll just take like a last seat or sit at the bar and eat whatever. Yeah. Not realizing because nobody tells you this. You can't just walk into any of those quote unquote restaurants that are supposed to be open to you yeah they're not open to you unless you have a reservation mr st louis i've never heard of you well no then i walked up and one and i was like oh can we just sit at the bar and they're like it doesn't work like that and i was like well no i don't need the full menu like we just need to sit at the bar and they're like do you have a reservation and i was like oh no no we don't but because in every other part of the world other than in this kind of weird bubble you can just walk into a restaurant and sit if there's a seat right and they were like oh no no not in the all-inclusive world blah 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 
yada, yada, yada. And then we go to another one and they say no. And that's when I lose my shit. Yeah. Because I'm hungry. I'm starved. And I'm pissed. Hangry, hangry. I was so pissed. And I was like, I don't want to be here. We can't afford this. This is bullshit. What's with this fucking fagon? This fagon that? Fuck this place. I, you guys, it was not my best moment. And then we learned of a taco stand or that talk. And we ended up eating 99% of our meals at taco stand place. It was awesome. <laughs> it was the only place on the property that was that open. Would, they didn't care. They would just serve you. Yeah. You just wait in line They're and like, order your tacos like a normal fucking place. Yeah. And, and it was nice. It was like, them. it was uh, tiled tables mm-hmm. or tiled high top bar uh, yeah. tables. I remember what I was wearing when yeah. I was melting down. I was so, I would lot. We were on that golf oh, cart. Oh, I remember what you were wearing too. Whew. I yeah. lost. I've never been that like, I felt trapped it was a weird experience for i'll me. make some excuses for you <laughs> you don't have to we traveled uh-huh. we went to a place we were over budget and then it was time to eat and we were pushed off by like two hours after like we hadn't had anything it's stressful you show up at the airport in mexico and it is the haggle is on oh, and everybody's asking you you for, are being harassed yeah. by like 90 people you're like oh buddy slow oh, down i find- just got off the fucking plane and now there's Two types of people that go off the plane in Mexico. There's those who have done it and those who haven't. <laughs> and the ones who haven't, you can see because they look like they're getting picked off by a bunch of like, yeah, like predatorial birds are swooping down and eating tourist meat. And, and now, I'm not a huge fan of Mexico either. I love Mexico. I am not a fan well, of the corruption. I don't want my corruption. money going towards corrupt yeah, things. And I feel like people maybe that were working there aren't getting paid enough. I just feel bad even feeding into that system until we know more. Does that make sense? 100%. Like I'd rather do Airbnb because then I know my money's going to the person who owns that property. Yeah. In North America, we have three people. We have Canadians, <laughs> mm-hmm. we have Americans, and, and Mexicans. Mexicans. Yeah. Mexicans are North Americans. We have a lot in common. To the north. Or no, to the south, we have a the wall, you know, in some places, and that's bad. To the north, we have a wall as well. It's an ice wall, and you can slide it's over that ice, fence in it's winter. It's not an ice wall. Anyway, so we went to this place. I lost my mind, and then then we ended up... So this is how we realized that our bracelets... Wait, I don't want people to think I'm like making light of that sort of thing. I'm just saying that there, we're so similar, the three countries. However, I think that... The people of Mexico are some of the most wonderful people, some of the best food, some of the biggest hearts. It's really yes, it's like an amazing the, the, culture. The corruption and the the stuff that's been going on there. It's terrible. Because like when I talk to my mom about it, she'll say things like, well, they have people like on the beach, you know, with like their guns driving around, making sure things are safe. And that's I'm like, not normal. I don't want to be in a place where that's necessary. Although I will even say like um, Edna, my old friend who's um, Israeli is like, well, that's just normal. Because like if you're an Israeli, it's you're normal. used to seeing people around with but I, I don't want to... It's normal f- in other parts of the world. The United yeah. States, when people are like, oh, you know, defund the police or but this or that. even in Europe, uh, let's... No, da, 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 da. no, no, I just want to say da, that da, da, like da, da, da. we live in such a wonderful place that you We're don't have... get off track. No, but you don't have people running around with... Or paramilitary like patrolling the streets with... No, we don't see that. fully automatic weapons. You go to other countries around the world and that's the norm and you I mean, don't when want we that. had the riots that was probably the first time we'd seen like the national guard and people with weapons out and stuff and that was pretty scary yeah so but i don't want a vacation to... in a place where there's people with like tommy guns fucking running around that's what gives me the heebie jeebies <laughs> specific specifically about going to mexico mm-hmm. is that the times i've been there 
I see fully and there's accidents. People like full weapons. People are murdered. Things happen. You yeah. know, they it's, try to keep it away from the tourists because tourism money is important money. But anyway, that's not the point. So the point is that then the next night we had made a reservation at a place that was Fagon Japanese or something, but El it was Fagon, really Benihana. Yeah, El Fagon Benihana. El Fagon Japan is what everything was, was El Fagon, and we got so mad. Every restaurant we were like El Fagoff, like yeah. fuck off. I'm sick of this shit. Okay, so the names were. El Fagon, Japan. El Fagon. Steakhouse. Venice. El, El Fagon, Fagon Ita Italian or something. It was Venice. Was it Venice? Yeah, I think so. So like, but the proper, the, the first part of it is El Fagon and then blank. And you see that on all the restaurants. Mm -hmm. And then you start seeing it on all the liquor and all the wine bottles. El Fagon Cabernet. We ended up at Benihana, El Fagon Benihana. And people had different bracelets we hadn't seen. Right. And they were like, the first couple, the one to my right that were from Minnesota were super nice. And they had yellow ones. And they were like, wow, you guys are silver or whatever it was or gold. Wow. We we just, all our group was going to do the blue because it's cheaper and blah, blah, blah. But you guys get access. We didn't realize that we had access to things they didn't have access to. But then we found out we had friends who had a problem with their room, the toilet or something. I don't remember. But and they're like, oh, you only have a brown bracelet. No, You're but they upgraded. Remember, they paid extra. Yeah. They were the ones that spent extra money for no reason all the time. And they were like, we're going to, because I was like, well, how much more is that? And they're like, oh, it's just like $200 more a day or something. And I was like, what? Wait, what? Because <laughs> we were like so broke. Anyway, then they had access to a pool that we didn't have access to. And I was like, what is this place that we're on? Is this like some weird island where they only let you eat at certain times? In lunch, we would have burgers. At it the, was like an episode of Fantasy Island. It was, but it, but it was also kind of like a Fantasy Island, but meets a little bit of Fear Factor because the Big Brother. It was yeah, like you felt like you couldn't leave if you wanted to leave, and the centipedes that would come into our room in the middle of the night grossed me out. Yeah, I made it to the edge of our property. <laughs> so when you get out to the beach, which you hardly ever was do, it like because the Truman you're, Show, did you just hit a wall and you were like, "Okay, do you remember what it was like?" <laughs> You walk through these weird bamboo plants that are like swaying in the wind. I think this is a lie. And you walk over like a wooden bridge. Also a lie. And then those weird creatures came out of the, the, the bamboo reed plants. Do you remember? And they had, they look like lies. raccoons with like a weird tail. They were like, <laughs> no. Uh, that wasn't the edge of the property that was walking to the beach. That's what I'm talking about. So you're getting to the, <laughs> you're going to the beach. And those, remember? Those, I remember those. Those crazy those creatures. There were so many of them. And at first you think they're really cute. And then they're hissing and fighting like raccoons. Well, they wanted food. Yeah. And they knew they were no, they'd been there before. They knew the French fries were somewhere. Oh, yeah. They were waiting for those And they're French like, fries. hey, tourist, if you don't bring us fries, we'll knife you. That's not And you're like, what? what? But they had really long tails. Yeah. Almost like a ferret meets a squirrel. The face. Of a. A mink. The body of a, a raccoon. Legs. With the face of a squirrel and yeah. the tail. Yeah. It was, it was so a very interesting. They were pretty aggressive. I forget what they were called, but it told us on that walk. We'd read the little thing. Kayukis or? It was a different word. Yeah. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> People are yelling at us right now. They're like, you idiots. They're called <laughs> my, squirrels. I know. My mom's like, make another retraction. So, so um, no, but I got out to the property mm -hmm. and then I was like, this is pretty cool, you know. But the water was like daunting it was different than southern california well and you would go into a little pool and then it'd be like there was like a sandbar almost in a yeah. way and then and it was like deep weird again. like odd choppy water yeah a little further out 
when I thought it was going to be like. And there's tons of. Uh, sharks. No. No, tons of like. Uh, Naked ladies. Kelp. Oh. That. Remember? Yeah. And it was hard. It was not a nude. It's not a nude property. So. But it was hard to swim. Remember, I'd be like, ooh, it was like slimy on my legs and yeah. stuff. I did not enjoy. And so I wanted to kind of see the property from as far away as possible, like in the the water, like get out. So I swam out and I looked. And I was like, it's a nice property compared to the ones that are next to it. Yeah. But you saw that it was kind of like, hey, there's like 30 of these things here. They're all there. It was like, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Like. And then noticing that, you kind of see, you know, everyone's got their little jet ski rental place. Um, as I came back in, I kind of swam to the edge of the property and I was immediately, hey, hey, how's it going? You know, they they pause you and they ask you a question. Oh, your, your place you is lying? over there? No. Oh. The, the guy over by the... They're the, like, don't get lost, little tourist. Pretty you much. You don't like, belong over here. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see your bracelet. <laughs> you show your bracelet like, mm, over But that there, one that night one. when we were really hungry, we had walked out toward to the road to try to see if we could get anywhere and yeah. there was like nowhere to go. Like we were pretty... Yeah, they're just. That's these... why we, the guy picked us up on the golf cart and took us to the taco place. Or our homegirl would have gotten even crazier. So I would have lost my mind again. This, this to me is not Mexico, though. Like, think no. of the concept where you. Okay, I'm going to leave. I'd love to go to Mexico City. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to go to some of the smaller states and just mm-hmm. go to like a small town and hang out. I don't yeah. want to, you know, but I'm scared to because. Well, it's not safe, right? You don't have the people driving by to keep protected i and just don't know the culture well yeah. enough to you know unless we were going to someone's property that we know and we're not in uh, a cartel zone you maybe know, we went to mexico city once and really loved it and stayed in an airbnb like in a part of downtown it looks gorgeous I guess. it looks amazing and she had a great time and she planned on going back this year i think but had to cancel because covid mm-hmm. but um but i would love to go to mexico city and it's not to dog on like uh, the all-inclusive, where does not those people? Oh, so with that said, <laughs> mm-hmm. it just like it, you start to realize these places are all the same. Mm-hmm. But when I looked into the... Uh, a Barrow Star? Not a Barrow Star, but like how they all name their stuff, you mm-hmm. know, like El Fagon, blah, blah. Now, I'm not saying this about him or them. Is it cartel or something? Cartels seem to have like Strangle gotten hole. in on... Yeah, but it's like it's a way to kind of clean your money by <gasps> getting... Ozark. Pretty much, you you get a resort and you run your you, money through you it, and so you got your a own casino on the water. <laughs> pretty much, just like the TV show Ozark. But you you That's run all crazy. your yeah, they're running their money through like legal operations. So now it's my restaurants. Now it's well, my tell booze. them to get their pizza unlocked because that shit was bad. I know. I was like, dear Senor El Fagon, <laughs> and at the end, El Fagoff, Sean and Katie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That was crazy. But yeah. The, I'm not saying that that guy's a gangster. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I kind of felt that way. The only, the actually one good meal aside from the tacos that we had, uh, not that Benihana was bad, but I've eaten at Benihana like 5,000 times. Um, the steakhouse was decent. Yeah. And once was... my mom told me that we could, ha- you could walk up to the, like at the breakfast place, you could just walk up to one of the chefs and be like, could I get two over easy eggs? And they were like, sure. Then all my problems were solved. Cause like, I don't want, that's Co- where all my problems began. Cooked. Oh, Sean. Oh, do you want to tell them? But anyway, I don't want five hours ago cook scrambled eggs because I don't get up early. And so I was like, didn't know what to eat for breakfast. And I was complaining about it. my mom's like, you can just have them make whatever. And I'm like, why is there not a manual that tells you how to engage with these types of resorts? 
it's uh the con- mm-hmm. how you say the concierge uh concierge where's concierge marie yeah but we sat down with the concierge to book all these dinner reservations that we needed because places are fucking crazy sorry still bent about that however i don't like being there hungry. is a different there's a different type of mexico <clears throat> there's the mexico that caters to the extremely wealthy we're not that though i know we're not but have you seen what it looks like, like to those people <laughs> like apparently movie studios are very fond of flying their talent and executives down to these grand resorts in mexico and they live like tv and movie executives and 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 hollywood royalty well my and, friend joanna did say um that you do need to do research about, and we didn't this was again it was like a wedding so it was a destination des, destination wedding that we didn't pick the place um and the wedding was beautiful and everything was great you know how you know if your family and friends love you if you hold the destination wedding let's say in um i don't know where where would be some like somewhere we're not from that really doesn't register on the map like oh you mean like hawaii or something or destination wedding will be in peoria illinois oh and everyone's like peoria i don't want to travel first of all i don't like them and second of all i'm not going to go on vacation in peoria so you really weed out the people (laughs) Well, it's in the middle between Montreal and, you know, West Coast, East Coast. We chose Peoria, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But um, what the, was I saying before? I bet you Peoria's uh, tourism phone call that they get from that would be crazy. They're like, what? You're coming here for a we wedding? 300 people? Oh, oh. a wedding. Let's get ready. <laughs> we haven't had one in 10 years. <laughs> I, I'm but, sorry oh, if you're in Peoria. But no, no, no judgment. I'm just it's joking. just cold. I don't um, even know where it is. I have no idea. Is that Near even Chicago, a place? I would assume Peoria. Is that a real place? I think it is. Oh. But what I was going to say is my friend Joanna said that if you do research about the place, you can actually find ones that are like priced the same as we would have paid for the Obero Star second tier. Okay. And you can get like really. More boutique. Yes. She said the boutique ones feel better, have more amenities for, you might pay a little bit more around that price. She was like, it doesn't. But you're getting it's, get it's not the cheap low rung, but it's like at the high rung of a barrel star is the same as and that's what they would do because she loves those. So well, I, I don't like, want to I don't want to sound elitist. I thought it was a fantastic setup. I really enjoyed myself. No, they we're just more culture people. We're not we're not really into that was the main problem, I thought, for me. Was well, like, I didn't I see don't Mexico. Wanna, no. And I'd never been and I would have loved to have seen some of it. Yeah. And I don't want to go to a place that serves me bad pizza, French fries, and hamburgers because they think I'm an American and that's what I want to eat. I wanna have tamales and learn how mole is made. I know those are different. That's Ohakan, I know. Um, but like I wanna, you know, I want to do all the things. I want to meet the people. I want to sit at a bar and randomly, you know, I mean, we don't speak Spanish very well, but I could probably get it together. Um, but we like that stuff. And I missed that in that. Because like in France and Paris, we had such a good time because we're just wandering around. Isn't that fascinating that if you look at how, how we live as a society, mm-hmm. that everything became so easy for everyone with everyone gets gap. It's easy. We all get clothing that, and it's from the same place. We're all going to dress similar. But as that grew and as everyone had the same pieces, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you find out that like, that's not what's actually important. What's important is unique experiences. Yeah. We've kind of swung back towards that. Like if we're going to go to Poland, I don't want to eat. You don't want to go to a bureau star of Poland. No, I want to, I want to eat like real pierogies made by someone's grandma. I know. And And that's why I think we should launch. Air B and Granny B and and D. Air B and G B. 
or BGB. EBDB. EBDB and B. I don't think you know what that means. Uh, but Oh, my God. But I think, you know, that 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 is what everyone wants, is that feeling of it's authentic. When you, tr- yes, at least when I travel. But you have to create that for yourself. And you know who's really great at that? And I would hire on as our tour guide slash travel advisor. Who's that? Lauren Rule. Lauren Rule and Rocio. She's the bomb. Rocio's good with food stuff. But she, yeah. and traveling, I don't know. I, I haven't had her, like, I haven't seen how she's traveled. Well, she, she and her wife family stuff a lot. Yeah. get to go to uh, Taiwan on a regular basis. Usually. Somewhat regular. Per, yeah. Once a year usually. But with the babies, I don't know. I was really hoping that we would go to Taiwan uh, at some point with them because they know people there. Well, she's from well, there. Well, and Lisa speaks Mandarin, which makes it getting around a lot easier. Yeah, and you're going to get more of a personal experience of what is it to visit somewhere. Yeah. It's almost like being a, pardon me, a billet, you know, where, where you're, when you're playing sports as a kid and you get shipped off and you stay with another family, you're billeted there. I don't know. I am not familiar, but sure. Basically, it's a way to reduce cost and also for the. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Timmy, you're being billeted out and dad's getting drunk. So scram. Some kids got that story. We used to joke that if we accidentally had a baby, we would ship him off to live with Grandpa Eric for, you know, for the summers or something. For sure. For sure. Go learn about mosquitoes. Yeah. Black flies. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Sean loves to say that. And I don't even think that makes sense. Go with God. Live with God, yeah. 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 God's anyway. Godspeed, yeah. little Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I actually enjoy that when you hear of kids going off on adventures. Uh, as young people, I think they should be doing that. You should be going to summer camp. You shouldn't be, you know, gaming all summer, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need, And I don't think all kids are indoors. I know that that's like, you know. Uh, no, a lot of kids po- aren't poke fun of that generation but like the idea of summer camp i think is wonderful for kids bring Um, it back i'm sure summer camp still exists right i did a soccer summer camp and i did another summer camp with my cousin amanda i didn't i didn't love it personally mm. but i also lived in the country so i was outside anyways oh yeah i like that i got to learn how to ride horses i learned how to make lanyards or not lanyards your summer camp should have been skateboarding in new york city we learned how to tread water and swim and stuff and then i also I forget what else we did. But anyway, I got really homesick. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. I wrote my mom's letters. I'm sad. Bring me home. It's like a little kid trying Hello, to get out of mother. prison. Hello, father. Um, here I am at Camp Granada. Um, anyway, I, uh, yeah, I didn't like it at all. But, um, but to wrap that up, though, yes. I think for us. I try to derail the conversation tra- as much as possible. And you keep trying to. As a therapist in me. Bring it, bring it back. back. Bring it, bring, bring it back. back. Bring it back. Bring um, it back again. But I love to travel, but I don't. I don't want to travel like with other Americans doing the exact same thing. That's Americanized for me. I want to go into a country and experience the things that make that country cool and learn as much as I can. I mean, let's be honest. In Zurich, our language barrier. Most people spoke English, but sometimes when they try to speak German to us, I'd be like. Oh, I'm way in over my head. Oh, like I had no idea what any of the words meant. I was like, where's my brother when I need him? Huh. Um, but we got around and it was fun. We sure did. And I, I enjoy the walking in a city and getting, you know, like that. I think that's the problem that I have with big, 
I don't even know, all-inclusive resorts, I guess. I'd, I think that's why I don't really enjoy them. Yeah. When it's too. in a place that I want to actually experience. Because, like, I've been to Hawaii a number of times, and I could go to a resort there and stay on the resort because I've been around. But but even that, I'm still like, but then you get to do the road to Hana, and then you get to go into town and do, like, the farmer's markets are cool because they have fruits we don't have. I'm still like, Ugh. I just have a hard time with that. I don't think that's ever something that's on my list, like, go on a cruise or go to a resort. I just, I'm not that kind of traveler, I guess. I think it's a great way to, to travel and just not have to worry about it. Yeah. So you're enjoying the environment, you know, the air, the warmth, the, the smell. Cause I think it's people from cold climates mainly that would like to do that. Cause they're like, well, it's Absolutely. hot. It's fucking freezing back home. We just have 12 inches of snow. I'm not going to have any worries. Mm-hmm. Everything's taken care of. I get that. I think it's awesome. But, uh, while my legs still work, I really kind of want to adventure more on yeah. my vacations. I don't, I don't want to be wandering around the property like a house cat, you know, wandering around a yard. Yeah. I, I actually want to get out and, and see things. I am scared of doing that in Mexico. So for now, those yeah. properties are are safe, but you know, getting out and driving around, I just I don't really feel comfortable about you know the things I hear about, and that's really unfortunate. Not well, that the whole was years ago like too, that. and it might get better, and let's hope it does. But I think I just. I don't know. We need to call. You know who we need to call? Ghostbusters. Travel, travel, travel. Mm. Was it Jeremy? Yes. Travel, 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 Jeremy. Yeah. com. We need to call him. He knows. <laughs> I know he's from Adelaide, but I'm sure he has some good, some good sage good advice about travel. Yep. Tell us. <laughs> okay. We have letters. Let's jump into some letters. Oh. And then I have some funny notes I want to get into. Okay. So it says, hi, Katie and Sean. Greetings from cold Vienna. I know who this is. Hello, Christoph. I probably forgot to mention that fall and winter in Vienna can be quite gray. Clouds and fog, and it can happen that you don't see the sun for weeks. That's like Washington State. Mm. Those are my people. It's super depressing. No surprise that depression was invented here by Sigmund Freud. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that, but yes. Um, Dietoten Hosen, you said that right, Sean, ah. are still very big. That band, right? Yeah. They still play a lot of shows in Germany and Austria that are usually sold out very quickly. (gasps) Christoph will be so happy. Well, he goes back all the time. He knows they're still cool. Certainly one of the biggest bands of Germany. They also play a lot for causes, especially against racism. They're very vocal about being a left-leaning punk band. My band is not called Die Freaks, where Die is um, is the German... Oh, yeah, because from his email address, I thought... Pronounced D, like the drummer of Motorhead. Okay. Freaks is the nickname of our pa- for our pack of dogs. They are the freaks. Atta- uh, attached are some pictures. Yay! From Halloween when we dressed them up, including a picture of Buttercup from last year. She passed away this October. I'm so sorry. My band's name is Noisy Neighbors. I love it. And there's a story behind it. In the studio where we rehearse, we had several complaints from our neighbors upstairs for being too loud. Since then, we joke that we should ask them if he thinks we played our songs well. <laughs> sure it was loud but did you like it unfortunately due to the lockdown now rehearsals are on hiatus and will hopefully resume in january anyways at, um, attach two pictures attach two pictures what happens when you hand me a left-handed guitar oh, okay i will try and play it and might get some sound out of it and then we'll get confused and play my guitar left-handed um and candles on the christmas tree are important usually they are lit only once or twice if you guys don't know, in a previous episode, they talked about lighting candles on Christmas trees. And I was like, fire hazard much? Yeah, we light it twice if uh, it didn't burn down the first time. Oh, hold on. Because later the tree would be too dry. Ah, yeah. So they light it early on. 
And there's always one anxious person who watches the candles closely. Then we have someone write and say they were their job was to watch the candles. So that any fire would be detected immediately. Immediately. So far, everything went well. No house burnt down in my family due to Christmas. So we're good for our with our insurance. Keep up the great podcasts and videos. Keep house hunting. And I will keep car hunting, Christoph. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm glad. And thanks for the clarification. Because, yeah, the lighting of the... Yeah. Okay, we have another letter. It says... Hello, Katie and Sean. Hello. Howdy do. Hope this letter finds you both healthy and happy. It does. I'm writing to tell you about Russian holiday traditions. Buckle up. Get ready. Here we go. As they are somewhat different from here in the U.S. First of all, Christmas itself is on January 7th because it's Orthodox Christianity and they use the Gregorian calendar or something like that. Oh, well, January January 7th. 7th. Hey, maybe we just go to Russia to get to celebrate twice. <laughs> but here's the main difference. The Soviet era was really pushing for atheism, and they decided to take the attention away from Christmas and put it on the New Year's instead. I feel like it turned out to be a great thing to unite many nations that live on the t- territory of Russia. It's fair to say that it's the biggest holiday in the country, and Russian people go all out for Party New Year's, time. just Excellent. like Americans do for Christmas. We also decorate New Year's trees, give presents, get together with families and friends. Little kids have a tradition to dress up in costumes for their parties at school, which is great because they didn't have how oh they didn't have halloween when they were growing up okay it only came there from american culture a few years ago well you're welcome because halloween's halloween's amazing um we also have our own santa (laughs) he is called grandpa frost grandpa frost i love this and he has um has his granddaughter snow girl for a sidekick okay no elves wow so cool overnight they put presents under the tree for the kids same same here it's a magical time and the biggest amount of fireworks going off that night. Also, it was always a tradition to have a lot of mandarin oranges or clementines. Same, I have a story about that and I'll tell you guys. I think because they're in season all um, that time of year. Yes, same here. And for me and my other Russian people, the smell combination of mandarin peel and pine trees bring up the holiday mood. At my grandma's church growing up, which was like, I grew up in a small town and we would go drive like 40 minutes to an even smaller town and go to church with my grandma on Christmas Eve. And they would always give the kids a stocking. And in the stocking was always walnuts, peanuts, mandarin oranges. And then like a couple of those, those candies that like are strawberries. They look like strawberries and they have a soft middle. Yeah. Yeah. And then like one thing of chocolate. Oh, with the the wrapper that looks like a strawberry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Correct. You know, it's funny, but... A gift like that, a little bit of candy, a little bit of walnuts, mm-hmm. a little bit of fruit. Those that's a rich person's gift, not so long ago. And even right now where people are, are not having Yeah, like where food is is there's not a lot going around in mm-hmm. some places. We're seeing a lot of people in food lines. Yeah. Someone gave you a little snack treat like that, a little bit of nuts, a little bit of dried fruit, you know, yeah. uh, and a candy on top, a little dessert. You know, so you can oh, see and where chocolate coins. That's what the chocolate was. It was just Damn. a couple chocolate coins. That's a pretty sweet little gift. It was awesome. So the mandarins, I, that always makes me think of Christmas too. And they are in season right now. The the clementines, they call them cuties here is the brand. that Yeah, owns all we the saw clementines. a tree. We were walking around uh, the other yes. day they, and it was loaded. All, it was loaded with mandarins, loaded. you guys. Loaded. And they had a pomelo. I love you. They had a pomelo tree and we wanted to pick them, but we didn't. Yeah. Okay says, thank you for your attention. I've been wanting to write you guys an email for a while, and this is a perfect subject. I love it. I love hearing about these traditions. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. I love your OTDM and AKA podcasts, and so glad I saw Katie on Where My Mom's At. 
where my mom, where my mom, where my mom's at. Because I'm also very interested in psychology and I'm so thankful for all the videos you've done. Best wishes, Sasha. Yeah, Thanks, Sasha. Cool. Christina <clears throat> is the bomb. She's the bomb.com. Also, best like intro song of a podcast. It's pretty darn good. It's like where my mom's uh, clean. It's something about cleaning shits need a long nap. Where my mom, where my mom, where my mom's at. I didn't know that. Wearing uh, thongs, doing bong hits. She was on Road Rules. I know, way back in the day. We were just watching their podcast yesterday, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea that that was the... I feel like I heard something or she'd mentioned something at some point, but I never really put it together. Those shows uh, were pretty wild back in the day. Uh, On MTV, Mm -hmm. when I first visited the United States uh, on my own. Oh. No, in like 94, mm-hmm. I drove down from Montreal to Connecticut to visit my buddy Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was uh, finishing up high school. And so I was in my first year of CJEP. I drove down there and I was blown away. Like the culture down there was so different than what it was in Montreal. Oh, Although sure. it was similar, but it was different. Like these, uh, It's different. I think everywhere is different. Even cities have their own culture and it feels different. Yeah. But America versus Canada people will be like oh you're so close and it's very similar and yeah it's very similar but it's just a little different i think it's it's probably excuse me uh in montreal specifically the french influence and this like it's palpable yeah and this like uh i don't even know what you'd call it but i guess just the conflict of it between anglo and franco meaning like english speaking and french speaking you feel it it's weird yeah it produces a <laughs> That, that pressure produces a beautiful thing, though. Great food, great culture. It's I'm just such a, it feels different because It totally of feels that. different. It's, yeah. it's tense yeah. sometimes, you know. But also just the French culture in general, aside from like this weird co- conflict that's been going on forever and ever, is that it, it has great food and it comes along with its so own thing. The so the people are so gregarious. It's great, you know. Yeah, um, it is great. Going back to that last uh, story, mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. I was just thinking there's so many different... I grew up just thinking there was Santa Claus. I didn't know that there were all these derivatives yeah, that come uh, from Grandpa Frost. Grandpa Frost. And Snow Girl. And like Perschnickel or oh, Krampus. Oh, yeah, Krampus. You know, all these mm-hmm. uh, different... Every, different, every culture has their own. And even a lot of them call him Saint... Like Saint Nick is, you Saint know... Saint Nicholas. Is, yeah. yeah. And well, he comes around, you know. But it's it's really interesting. I think it's fantastic. I just... I don't want us to lose these traditions. I think it's mm-hmm. wild to hear someone else's perspective. Yeah, and the fact I they s- celebrate January 7th is funny. Yeah. It's interesting. I love it. I bet you you could probably, if you are a really good tour uh, director, not mm-hmm. tour director, but um, uh, a salesperson who's uh, going to plan your vacation. What is that called? A travel agent? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Shit. I didn't know what to call. I was like, didn't know how to help you. I know. I've Google has released me of any pressure to remember anything. So I'm like, what's that word, Don't Google, for like brain. the person who can book your plane if you mm. if you're not using Travelocity, which is Hello, what I Sean. use. Hello, Sean. That's called a travel agent. Right. Man, I bet you they're nervous because people can put together their own packages now. I think they've been nervous for a while, Sean. Mm-hmm. The internet has been around for a while. <laughs> this internet thing, I think it's going to screw us. You're not kidding. The phones aren't ringing like they used to. There are these travel agencies. Like we had to call to book some stuff when I was a sales rep, whenever we'd fly anywhere yeah. or when we went to, like you have to do it through the agency. So I think those ones are probably fine. But I think the mom and pop shops, you don't get paper tickets anymore. Yeah. Although I'm sure some people prefer to do it. 
Um, but there are people who put together luxury experiences. Yes. And one's well, an experience, right? Right. But Airbnb does that now too, where you can book experiences or you can book, I don't know. I really just don't think it's necessary to have a person in between that. But check this out. All okay, I'm, I'm thinking checking is, it out. okay, mm-hmm. so there's this girl that I grew up with, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia, she now does luxury vacation experiences. Her and her husband, I think they live in Florida or something. Ooh, so uh-huh. she's in this industry of... Uh, putting together fantastic vacations. At least that's what her Instagram is about, her company. <clears throat> and it looks wonderful, right? And I'm thinking, what if you ever could approach a company like that? You said, listen, I just want to keep moving 365 days through this year. And every day I want to land on a holiday wherever I show up. Like, can you put that together? The ultimate- I don't think every day. And who wants to travel the time? Maybe once a week? All right, 52 <laughs> holidays. All right, we hit a new holiday every week. Maybe. I think you're more sensible. Mine was a stupid idea because... Well, I don't know how you'd get from like Florida to, <laughs> I don't know, let's say it's Russia if you ha- if that's the next holiday. That's a good point. And like how much time are we spending traveling? That's not a vacation. Hey, and look, I'm exhausted. I just workshop things Ooh. here. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I could go with, okay, if you had to set up, if you, if you gave the instructions, mm-hmm. listen, I want to have an amazing experience once a month for a year and just keep us moving every month we're in a new place yeah that'd be pretty dope that reminds me remember when our friend monica ended up in portugal for that one holiday that they'd booked like so far in advance she had no idea yeah and it was some kind of holiday there and so people are out in the streets and like it was really cool i forget what it was called if we have any portuguese you would let us know but um but yeah and she was like oh, this is so cool to be a, be here for that I don't, I don't think we've, have we ever happened into something like that? You and I? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think so. But I did have an experience once when I was 14. Mm-hmm. I went to Portugal with uh, my Europe. aunt and uncle. And oh, I thought it was with your rugby my, group. No, no, that was France. Um, yeah. No, when I was 14, we went to Portugal. Uh, my aunt Margie, uh, her then husband, uh, and my uh, nephew, and or not my nephew, sorry, my cousin, uh, Eric and uh, Ingrid. Oh, and Ingrid? Yeah. So we all end up in Portugal. Ingrid was just born. I was going to say though. she had to be a baby. She was just born. Like, yeah. She's like six months old and we went to Portugal. So we toured around. It was for a kid from Montreal who hasn't traveled outside of the Did country. Did your Yep. Oh, cool. And we got to see a European country and it was the stuff of books, mm-hmm. you know, where like you've seen some images of this and you're young, like 14 it's old enough for you to start exploring, you know. Yeah, I never got to. We didn't. I didn't go out of the country until I was in college. Man, I remember seeing. I mean, I guess I went to like countries of. It's like I went to Canada and Mexico, but I hadn't done anything yeah. other than that. We went to uh, ruins of castles and. Cool. Yeah, because for for a kid, when you when you're a kid, especially if you like Dungeons and Dragons or. Uh, Is just that a thing then? The the idea of the the Middle Ages, let's say, or mm-hmm. Tolkien, you know, this didn't really exist in Canada the way you could look at like an old era. Like Europe has so much more. Oh, history, one hundred percent. Well, I mean, we weren't even like not founded, but what's the? Uh, yeah, I guess. I well, don't even know. we yeah. hadn't come over here yet. Right, <laughs> but you you look at it, and it's it's wonderful, and so to see ruins of a castle as a 14 year old boy i was like this is fucking awesome you know i was Mm -hmm. really taken aback and to explore that 
and then to also hear people speak in a language I had never heard before. Or I had heard well, Portuguese it. is interesting because it always makes me think it's Spanish. And then like a couple sentences in, I'm like, oh, no. Or like there'll be a word right up up front where I'm like, mm, oh, Portuguese. I think it's one of the best languages to hear, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we fidget. What's that? You do this while you talk. And if I if I want to say something, you still have something to say. It gets faster. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I've got Get to excited. tell. I got this in. I'm so interested and so have much energy. Don't uh, don't let me play poker for money. Yeah, it won't work. I guess it's happening. Okay, next. Yeah. Next story. Sure. Okay. Katie's car story from last week. So this is when I couldn't turn left. If you don't remember, um, it wasn't because I thought it was bad luck. It's because. There was too much traffic and I was afraid to turn on a red. So my car story from last week reminds me of one of our our town's local drivers. We have this older lady named Marge who drives a little Mercedes E350 around our part of town. She is known as Mercedes Marge. Oh. Mercedes Marge is frequently found around or found around town um, puttering around 15 miles per hour and driving all over the road with a parade of cars behind her. She has a dog named Coco who is usually in the passenger seat hanging his head out of the window. She likes to walk Coco at a local park where she puts him outside and hangs onto his leash as she drives alongside him. Oh my God. Yeah. People are always getting stuck behind her because she drives so slow. Well, Coco can only go so fast. <laughs> um, but is uh, it is now an honor. People take pictures and make social media posts saying that they have been marged. She and Coco are famous without even realizing it. I'll attach some pictures. You're going to have to find those pictures. That's really cute. I also have a what grinds my gear. Okay, so first of all, that's an amazing story. And thank you for sharing. And I love that. Mercedes Marge. That's awesome. Um, and drives with. So she won't walk the dog. She just puts it out the car and then drives alongside the dog. <laughs> okay. Grind, what grinds my gears? Good. Because I haven't had a what grinds my gears in a while. I think because we're not doing anything. I it's know, stupid. Right? But people who pronounce L, the L in salmon. So salmon. Salmon. Like salmonella. <laughs> and the people who put an X in a, X, oh, in espresso say espresso. I used to say it. I used to say so espresso many pe- all the time. I think my mom says espresso. There's a lot of things like that. I um, used to say asphalt instead of what? asphalt. That's not I, true. Because your dad was an asphalt. How would I you? know. Really? Yeah. I never. I you never, really put the ass in asphalt, Sean. My dad was like, that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> and we had made a film. A, a, Paul Brady and I had made a movie for my dad. And you said asphalt? For his, for his, <laughs> we spent the summer touring asphalt? around. And I said in the voiceover, I was like, the asphalt. And he's like. Uh, we were screening the the promotional film. He's like, "This is terrible." <laughs> Our main product, you can. And it's not like today where you can just edit something on TikTok in two seconds and yeah, just upload clip it. that shit out and no, put it back you, in. This is like burned into. Oh no! You did the voiceover VHS. onto the. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the asphalt Whoops. machinery didn't sell so well. Yeah, damn it! That is why asphalt, man. That is funny. One other thing that grinds my gears is people who say um, it's instead of it's associated, they say it's associated. I don't I know that like there's a it just weirds me out. Yeah, I think that's actually how it's supposed to be pronounced. Associated. Yeah, you're associated. I say associated. There's no association. There's no. Where's the shh coming from? I don't know if I'm correct. 
but I don't like it when people say it that other way. <laughs> <laughs> There's them people over there that say associated. <laughs> Are you Sean Connery? <laughs> They're association. She shall, she shall, but she shall, okay. Like, if your teeth are too big, you just have to talk like that. Okay, so espresso. Yes, that that grinds my gears too. Thank you, Hannah. That is hilarious. Thank you for sh- for sharing. Show, show, thank you for sharing with us about Mercedes Marge. I'm yeah, gonna I have to it. look that up. Yeah. I and she she sent some some photos, so I can. You have do to it find real quick them. If you want me to? No, just show them when you edit it. Okay. Okay. So, um, I is have another. Sorry? So we've done a couple of those, but I have something I want to talk about because Sean is it and serious? I. It's very serious. So serious. Should I sit down for this? You should be sitting down. Yes. You guys, Sean and I have this huge disagreement, and I want you to weigh in in the comments. I didn't know. Do we're... you hate as much as I do Santa hats? <laughs> Sean loves Santa hats, and I hate them. <laughs> Unless you're Santa Claus. Unless you're actually dressing up as Santa Claus. I think everybody, everyone... everybody wearing a Santa hat looks stupid. No, everyone should be wearing a Santa no, hat. Stupid. Everyone should mm-hmm. be Clark Griswold. No. Wear the fucking hat. No. Wear the hat and the mask. Wash your hands. We're going to get through this season. <laughs> I have such disdain. I don't remember. We talked about this before because Sean has a couple of Santa hats. And I was like, absolutely not. And he's like, I love wearing them. I'm going to wear it. It was like some party at, we had to be down in Orange County for it. This is years ago. And I was yes. like, oh, God, no. And we got, we had like this kerfuffle about it. I think they're wonderful. I think they're terrible. Not the cheap ones, mind you. Not the scratchy on the inside like it's a... How much are you spending on said stupid Santa hat? $100, $200. (laughs) It's like Johnston's of Elegance's (laughs) cashmere Santa hat. God. Uh, That place... I want to go back to Elegance. Sold fantasy. Scotland is amazing. And remember that place that we ate right by Johnston's of Elgin? It was like their restaurant. Mm -hmm. And we had... Remember those biscuits? Heat <gasps> pants new. They were. That's Sean only has a few phrases in certain accents, yeah. so that's the one for that. Uh, it was a. Wonderful... It was a wonderland. Oh boy! Oh boy and the Druthy Cobbler. Oh, what a fun place! Take me back to the Druthy. Co- I could be there right now. That would be nice. Yeah, it would. Have some crisps. See. Sit in the Druthy Cobbler. I follow some Instagram accounts that show and the you breakfast that our our. our bed and breakfast made was delicious it was pretty funny and they had fig yogurt yeah it's delicious the tiniest <laughs> okay. shower as well though which had 19 buttons it's to so produce many. hot water could it turn this knob and then turn the other <laughs> knob and then the door would not shut and i was like oh it was so weird i don't i don't but understand I, it was my why. first time in europe you realize that was my first time my first trip over the pond yeah in the other direction what'd you think i loved it yeah it was super fun. And, and you're ready to move, right? You're like, this is living. I mean, wow. it's super windy and cold up there, but I would love to go back for a few reasons. I would love to go back to Elgin because we didn't get to go up and see because we were we were uh, pretty broke at the t- story of, <laughs> that's the name of my memoir. We were pretty broke at the time by Katie. Um, but we were pretty <laughs> broke at the time. And we stayed, even just spending the money we spent there, remember? It was like, ooh, it was a little, but... Um, I wanted to go see the rock formations on the uh, Orkneys. No, it's just the the Scotland Isles, or is that what it's called? What are those things? Scottish called? Isles. Is that what they're called? There's seven of them, or something. Nine, if you count Aruba. 
No. That's the Damn lost it. Scottish Isle. I don't but, know if you know that. No, Sean, please stop. <laughs> but what are those called? You don't remember? Uh, the Orkneys? That doesn't sound right. No. Um, let me just look up Scottish. <laughs> I feel bad. I should have I should have remembered. But wonderful people. And I just, I, you know what I was blown away by was the fact that there weren't a lot of trees. That they had cut them all down at one point. Uh-huh. And they didn't grow back. No, the yeah, Iron because Age? they yeah they had to cut them down to burn to. But you think the trees would have grown back by now? We have to have some seeds. Someone have to plant them, I guess. Well, it doesn't have... take that long to plant a fucking tree. hundred some... years to make a big. Well, now they're all about tree. the sheep, Sean. Yeah. So I don't really know. <laughs> People in Scotland are probably losing their mind right now. They're like, "You fucking <laughs> idiot." Um, that is not what happened. <laughs> the Great Tree Famine of Scotland is not a joke, Jim. It's not a joke, Jim. Okay, so there's so many things to see in Scotland. But, well, we did go to... Loch Ness is not one of them. Well, Loch Ness is on there, but the, (laughs) you know, there were... um, I'm trying to find them because I thought you would remember because you're better at that stuff. But there's the Edinburgh Castle in the Royal Mile, which we didn't get to go into Edinburgh. Loch Lomond. Oh, we went to the ski hill. We did go to the ski hill. It was amazing. They were so nice. So... We had such a good time there. But I was confused by that story about they would light a barrel on fire, like a booze barrel. We had to, to make it so it was sealed. No, no, no. Oh. It was like uh, at the summer festival. I don't know what festival it was for this town. And I think it's like commonplace. But they, you know, because you do char a barrel, right? Mm-hmm. But I think they would put more fuel on it, like probably like a lot of gasoline. And they light that on fire and they'd... At oh, night, then they'd, they'd roll, roll it down, down the, the hill, hill. Mm-hmm. and they were all like maniacs running down the hill. Yeah. But if you got run over by the damn thing, because everyone's running like maniacs, because you're trying to run close to it, right? Yes. Which is funny. It's almost like the um, I could be not totally as dangerous as the bulls, the, whatever. But yeah, but not running a, with the bulls. It's running with the barrels. But doesn't the barrel thing have to do with the Scotch event that goes on? See, I thought that's what. what that's why we need to be. Uh, we need to work with a uh, distillery there that would, you know. I don't bring us was. out there and we could educate our audience you guys let us know because i i am not finding what i was looking for but i thought it was the scottish isles or something because you had to go it was like one of the one of the wonders of the world <laughs> anyway we didn't get to do anything because we're we talking didn't... about the emerald isle that's uh ireland but uh no that wasn't it anyway obsessed with the internet she pressed on i i want to find it Lexus. Lexus. I want to find it. <sighs> what are you looking for exactly? Maybe I could. This, the uh, Orkney Isles? I don't know. I give up. I thought it was like. Is, the it, Shetland? The, is it the Three Sisters the, of the Glencoe? Shetland Islands? It's like the there's these stone formations off of the, the um, coast of scotland that you go see people yeah. told us about it yeah, they're like you should go see it if you get the it. leaning tower of pisa go no, on no 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 but anyway we didn't get to do any of those things i'd also the we did some whiskey tasting oh yeah or scotch we tasting rather that was fantastic but they have the scotch there's a whole area the whiskey with, trail the whiskey trail exactly. and, and it was whiskey, it looked like scotch a magical look like washington state where like we followed a beautiful river there was people uh, fishing, mm-hmm. what looked like fly fishing, mm-hmm. you know, all the way and along. All green. And, it was so beautiful. And, and like the sun was dappling through. And so it, it just looked magical. And there were people on bicycles 
And yep. then we just, we drove to these wonderful um, distilleries. Yeah, it was really cool. We went to Mc, uh, McDonald's. No, we went to, well, we got it's a... delicious. A, I was seeing if we have it over there, but we don't. Oh. Um, no, but we do have uh, Spayburn. Yeah. And yeah, you're not going to be able to get it out. Um, which was like a private tour because Sarah, the girl who brought me out, her father worked at the Spayburn Distillery. And so we got to see it. And they were modernizing. They were in the process of modernizing. Okay, it was well, let super me t- fucking cool. Yeah. So. And you played golf with him. The, okay. So I stumbled upon a best friend. <laughs> Unfortunately, after summer camp was over. He we did have a great time. Keep, yeah. So we go out to, to Scotland and we go to this wonderful area. Uh, I knew nothing about Elgin. What is this to me? Nothing. <laughs> and we get there. I'm like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's everything I want and out of a town. If I was going to write the great Scottish novel as a Canadian from Santa Monica, that's where I would write it. Also, the the bed and breakfast that they put us in, the people, it kind of reminded me like uh, Faulty, Faulty Towers. Towers. And so I loved it because it was a husband and wife. And they were making, remember, she was just booking her vacation to go to Florida or something. New York. She was obsessed oh, New with New York. She, yeah. This would be her 40th time. I was yeah, like, Yeah, they wow. keep going back or something. It was, she was in her 40s. So I was like, that's awesome. You're like, going wow. a lot. Yeah, they were super nice. Yep. We had such a good time. But they had a lot of welders. Remember the welder? Because they'd make the stills that were staying there. Yes. It was so interesting. And the town is gorgeous. Yeah. So we hit a couple of different distilleries. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. But the girl who brought you out mm-hmm. um, from... Sarah? The, yeah, from the youth cafe. Mm-hmm. The Elgin Youth Cafe. Sarah's dad is awesome. First of all, uh, he golfs. So Mm -hmm. I was like, that's cool, you know, because she was like, oh, my dad wants to know if you want to go golfing. uh They planned all this stuff for us, you guys. Golfing in Scotland with a Scottish person? I'm I'm in a thousand percent, right? They were so nice. Like, yeah, it was wonderful. Oh, my God. And then, coming to find out, Buddy is uh, the lead design on... So he had been working at a distillery for mm-hmm. the the previous 20 years you know of his life uh-huh. uh, but he was working as like almost like a master mechanic because it's all these machines right you're mm-hmm. it's a giant kitchen that you're running yeah but you have to keep everything at certain temperatures take, and yeah, things the grain, certain timing you have to sprout and, it and yeah it's blah. all sorts of processes it's very interesting i had no idea what was going on but we did the tour of this building and he was telling us everything like all the the it was funny because sarah's like okay dad okay well but it was interesting because he was explaining why this process is what it is and how they get this and then he gave us a bottle of their yeah uh, their but scotch beyond that which i thought was fascinating was the reason why we got a private tour she said oh well, i'll take you by my dad's work mm-hmm. and you know we can do a quick little tour but we didn't know that the, the distillery was shut down yeah, for a period of time, like for producing new uh, liquor. So they had all their stuff aging. Mm-hmm. But inside the, the the factory, her father, who had been kind of the master mechanic or boiler maker of this place for all, the last 20 years, he was tasked with the, the process of bringing that distillery into the future. So yeah, it's going to become... Modern distilleries, which is the one, like what we'd seen it, I forget the name of the other distillery we went to, Glenfiddich. Yep. Uh, it was like the Glenfiddich one. Theirs was all modernized where a lot and of it's, it's computerized. R- really advanced. Like he, you yeah. walk into, in the outside, it's, you know, oh, it's uh, 
a wee building, you know, with a little bit of no, those brickwork and everything. But and it was beautiful, like the brick with the moss. And they had that huge building. Inside, yeah. it looks like Fort, not Fort Knox. It looks like the, the CIA or something. It was like so high tech. Mm-hmm. I was really blown away. And I think that it, w- it was quite interesting to see. So he was, sorry, I lost my train of thought. He basically was switching over the distillery to a uh, a digital yeah, Enterprise. so we, we got to watch, we got to go in because of that, and it was very cool. And they turned it on while we were there. Mm-hmm. They they had tried it, like they had ramped up, okay, 50%, da, 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 all the stages, and when we were there, they turned on the, the whole operation. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was I just... he's making this up. No. And then <laughs> they said, we're going to name this uh, first run after, after you. you. No, but, um, but it was really cool. We haven't even opened that bottle. No. I don't think it's funny. It's like a, cause he signed it for us and uh, yeah. wrote on it or whatever. And it was just really cool. Yeah. I thought but it was the awesome. one thing, the one grinds our gears and we've talked about this on the podcast about Scotland that didn't make sense is that why did the hot water come out of one spout and the cold water out of another spout and it didn't come together at any point? <laughs> you have no mixing station. <laughs> Remember they were like, we just put more cold water. We're like, but your hand is scalded. <laughs> <laughs> and they did not understand what our problem was. They're like, what are you why are you yeah you mix it in your oh hands my real God. quick so funny okay so i hate uh santa hats you love them i want to hear what you guys think in those comments um okay last thing that i have to talk about because i can talk about other things too um well f- also we're, we'll have to continue to offer retractions because apparently our memories suck because my mom is like that wasn't right your brother didn't drive a ford tempo it was a mercury topaz and i was like you are correct shit mm. so whoops um, and that's another retraction. But the last thing I want to talk about is kimchi. And that is because Sean, um, if you didn't know, has a crazy affinity. If you have, don't follow me on Instagram, you have not been following this fart story of kimchi because kimchi smells like farts. And if you don't know what kimchi is, it is fermented Napa cabbage with like spices and salt and, and you let it sit for like a week. And you can buy it at the store, but it's pretty expensive here. And so Sean was like, I'm going to try my hand at some kimchi. Don't mind uh, if I do. I'm an independent man. I will make my own kimchi. God damn it. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, he made kimchi. But this love for kimchi comes from way back. Oh. Back into time. Back yes. into like, what, 1992? No, 1997. Okay. <laughs> Sean wanted to be a filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, I was living in New Hampshire and I went to New York City. So to go from... New York City? Yeah. Sorry, it was just funny the way you said it that way. I had to... I was living in the woods of New Hampshire on a small lake, living the life. It was amazing. You would hardly see anybody. You could walk around and you... That's amazing to you? It was wonderful. The woods in New Hampshire, there's something about them. Okay. Let's move into the... 1997. Oh, well, so <laughs> that year I, I went to the city. Not that far back. Come come with us. <laughs> I wanted to go uh, work uh, in film at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to learn more about the craft of filmmaking if there was a something in it for me. Mm-hmm. And so I went to a trade school there. And he enrolled in New York Film Academy? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was wonderful. One of the best experiences of my life. But what I did was I stayed in New York City and I didn't want to... Uh, rent an apartment mm-hmm. because the, you're only there for six months right yeah exactly uh-huh. and so i'm like the cost is a little new york's expensive if you guys don't know i mean even back then i'm sure it was expensive yep 
So uh, instead, I stay at a long-term or a long-stay hotel. And the first one that I stayed at was... You stayed in two? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. The first one was... Uh, what was the name of it? Well, anyways, it was a Korean uh, long-stay hotel. So basically, you know, you book longer, typically a month, right? Okay. Uh, I, I don't know how long-stay hotels work, but yeah, okay. Uh, you could be there for six months or something, you know? Okay. But this place was crazy. First of all, um, the reason, one of the reasons why I booked it was because they offered free breakfast and free lunch. And I was like, shit, I can get That's down with that. That's a good deal. Yeah. It saves it, you a lot of money. Yes. Yeah, so you're, you're trying to be scrappy going to mm -hmm. New York City. I respect that. Yep. And a slice of pizza for dinner. You're all set, yeah, right? Boom. $3 well, a day. <laughs> yeah. So the first day I get up and I go downstairs, I'm like, today's going to be a great day. Although I didn't sleep all night because I was a fraidy cat because well new york's loud man i'd never heard a city before like that nobody talks about that i don't Ooh. know if anybody's if you haven't been to new york city it's a wonderful city i love manhattan i love visiting i love it in the winter even if it's fucking cold and crazy i love new york um and i always tell sean i'm like i could i could stay in new york for a while and he's like eh. but um I love it. Anyway, but nobody tells you how noisy it is. And you definitely get used to it, but you just have to imagine the fact that you're in a city where everybody's living legitimately on top of one another in these huge, you know, high rises. And so, sure, if you have a nice insulated apartment with a double pane glass and like you're up high enough, if you want to be like at least 10 stories up, FYI, when you're booking your hotels, you want to be at least 10 stories up so that you don't hear the, the murder yeah no just road noise because there's honking no matter what time of day and like people shouting and it's just very loud and you hear you know big trucks it's just noisy and at night and early in the mornings when they do their deliveries so you'll hear a lot of big trucks and it can get really really loud and that reminds me when we went for that uh sagerstrom event years ago todd they they put us up in the ace hotel which is amazing but todd and i we were remember we were on like the fourth floor with todd yeah. i think and our friend Todd, when we were doing the checkout, because <laughs> it was so loud, you guys. And he's very, he's really great at explaining things in a really animated and energetic way. And the lady's like, you know, as always when you check out a hotel. So how was your stay? You know? And he's like, well, I mean, other than feeling like I was laying in the middle of a fucking intersection with everybody honking and <laughs> slamming their brakes and screeching cars, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> And I'm not even doing it justice. No, but her face was yeah, so... Yeah, she was like, oh, oh I'm uh. so sorry. And he's like, yeah, I mean, they should warn you. Like, fuck, man. I mean, he lives in San Diego. Not in a busy street, I would assume. But the way he described it, and I'm, I, I wish he was here to, like, give us his, you know, his own version. Or I could, like, rewind back the tape because it was... He also has uh, misophonia. He does. It sounds make him go crazy. Yeah. And so I don't know if that was playing a role, but it was really funny because we thought that and felt that way, but we also just like slept it off. You know, it was like after a while you get so tired, you fall asleep. Mm. But anyway, just note to people who want to live in New York or go to stay in New York, tell them to put you up like at least 10 stories up. That was not an option when I went to New York because I was on a budget. <laughs> so I stayed as low to the ground. And Were you like have, in the subway? <laughs> yeah, I was pretty much at the ground floor, Kitty. Okay, so Korean long-stay hotel and how this ties into your love of kimchi. When I phoned them to book the place, mm -hmm. they said also include in the price, but it wasn't in the ad. Mm -hmm. All the movies that we have oh, on yeah. property, you can watch. I'm like, 
all the movies on the property I can watch. This which place is, sounds amazing. Yeah, back in the day of uh, DVDs, but before DVDs, it's really VHS, right? Yes, correct, which is fine. So DVDs were in fancy places, uh, just yes, starting to 90s, pop up. Because like, 97, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'd be, what, a freshman in high school? Yeah. yeah. So VHS still rules the roost, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I get to the hotel, uh, and sure enough, they have a free breakfast, a free lunch, and all the movies you can watch. So the first night I got in, I was like, I'm not going to, you know, I'll just, I'll eat in the morning. Well, there wasn't, no dinner was free. So. No, exactly. I'd have to go to the, the bodega or something and grab some food. So I figure, well, I'll just um, get a movie and bring it up to my room, you know. Mm-hmm. So I asked for the, the movie list. <laughs> he presents a book. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a lot of titles, mm-hmm. a lot of movies. And I was like, wait, that one's in the theater right now, you know. I forget what it was, too. Yeah, I was well. like, that's that's in the theater. And so I was like, I'm going to watch this. I'm like, this wow. This is fucking awesome, man. Yeah. It's like pay-per-view. Yeah. And they were super nice. It's like, okay, tomorrow morning, have you know, the breakfast mm-hmm. downstairs, just come down and happy to have you at our at our, uh, Long Stay at Hotel. our property. <laughs> so I go upstairs. I got my movie. I unpack. I'm like, king of New York City. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I plunk down my, my, uh, my bag and I don't even bother unpacking. I'm just in New York City. I'm free. First night. And... I have a glass of water next to the bed and I, I put in the movie and the movie starts, but it doesn't really start the way like a movie starts, you know, where the credits are like coming up or, yeah, yeah. it was kind of like a, you know, a weird VHS. Fair enough. Right. Like it had been watched a few times. Rewound and maybe recorded over. Yeah. So all of a sudden I noticed that I'm watching the movie like as it's starting but I see someone's head in the picture. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, what am I looking at I here? I wonder if and younger people will know why this happens. Because it's such like a 80s and 90s problem, I guess. Because it was we have boot- streaming services now. So you're like, well, whatever. Bootleg. Bootleg. I was watching my bootleg. first bootleg. And in New York City, my lucky stars, I was like, this is America. And you can get bootleg films, you guys. If you don't, if you're not in a city, you can get them in any city. Like in LA, you can go downtown and find somebody selling some bootleg films. Usually they'll have it's not from Warner Brothers. They'll it's, have like they make copies of the covers of these DVDs, and then if you dig or you ask for the new ones or the good stuff, then they'll pull out the others, or they'll be below the ones that all it's all not okay you can't make copies of people's films and sell them but they're like well you can but they're like five for 20 bucks or something you're like sweet you know <laughs> <laughs> so they had bootleg film did, maybe they went and filmed them themselves that's pretty risky he asked me if i enjoyed the quality of the film the next day oh. and i said it was pretty good I, yeah you, you could hear it well i said yeah i could hear it well he goes great 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 you know, uh, I like to ask the guys who stay at the at the film school what they think of my work. And I was like, "That's not really work, dude. You your just... work." He was the dude he, holding he was the camera. Filming. <laughs> Unless he was the dude playing the back of the head, one of the two. <laughs> but you you'd rather be the guy with the camera than the guy with the back of the head. I'd rather be the guy with the back of the head, so I don't get arrested. <laughs> but that's f- my work. I mean, you're just filming another screen showing a film. What? But I mean, the audio, I guess, getting it all square dialed in. So he was super nice. And I said, that's really funny. I, well, I complimented him on, on his work. I okay. said, this was, it was great. So what was breakfast? Let's get to the cut to the chase. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's so like, oh, reason. so breakfast is, da, da, da. he goes, you know, if you want to take some with you, feel free. 
Oh, that was nice. Yeah, because you're supposed to eat it on property, and it's what you can eat on the property, not like yeah, like you can just pack up, your but pockets with rice or something. Probably because I complimented his camera work. He was like, "Thanks, for dude, you? for you. Take as much as you'd like." <laughs> well, yeah. little did he know that I'm a kimchi monster. Little did I know. We didn't know yet. I didn't know yet. So what was breakfast? Until I was turned on to the sweet, sweet breakfast at the Long Stay Hotel. It was a kimchi bar and white rice. There was three types of kimchi every day there was the that place had to smell terrible no it was great they put it on like a bed of ice mm. uh with some Extra nice cold. uh yeah it was probably like what's that stuff that they always put they're trying to pass it off as a salad now but it's not salad oh kale they put kale like yeah beds of gra- the green kale used to be before 2009 or whatever it used to be the thing that was in buffets that made buffets look pretty that covered up the ice and made the ice look green. Yeah, because it's tough as shit. It stays <laughs> green for like a week. So restaurants are like, recycle they, the kale, just put it back on the ice. Or they'll put it under like a hamburger. Yeah. And your hamburger sits on it and you pick it up and you don't eat the kale. It's just like for decora- like decoration. It was a decorative vegetable. Yeah. You should not eat kale. That is rough on your system. It can be. Yes. I told you about the time that I tried to make that smoothie. So there's this famous place in El Segundo. It's like the Date Shake Bar or something. I don't know what it's actually called, but they're known for making a good date shake. Okay. Okay. And it's around the time we first started dating. Because there was this guy that I had met. We weren't date. I was not dating this dude. But he was. I met him. I wasn't. If you knew him, you'd be like, yeah, you weren't dating him. But I met him at this yoga class. And he was super interesting and fun. And he was like, I'm going to go on a bike ride this week. Um you know, do you want to meet up and just ride with me and then you can ride back or whatever? And I was like, yes. And I was like, well, I don't have my own bike. And he's like, I got one for you. He's like, you can, you know, meet up at this place. So I parked my car. He'd brought in the bike. He walked him down. We got on our bikes. And we rode along the path by like Manhattan Beach, El Segundo, that whole area. And then we got a date shake at this place. And I was like, this is fucking delicious. And so that was it. I, you know, thanks. Okay, bye. Went got my car, went back home. And then I went to the store the next day to get stuff for said date shake because I looked at the ingredients and kale was one of those ingredients. And so I make this shake and then I've never been so sick in my life. What happened, <laughs> End Katie? of the story. It was nature's broom, Sean. Yeah. Kale is, is dangerous. And I way. told my mom and she was like, well, of course, dummy. <laughs> like in the most my mom way where she's like, well, yeah, sis, like you can't put that in your system. <laughs> Like I get to see her on the other end, being like, "I should have told her." I think I told her. Why did she do it? I put like three dates, some almond milk, some uh, some coconut husk. Lord only, coconut water. I think was one of the ingredients. I forget. Turmeric. And even put a little. You can put a little chocolate if you want, because there was one that had chocolate. So I'd put some dark chocolate in there. You guys, it tasted delicious. And about twenty minutes later, my body got rid of it. Nature's rotor rooter. <laughs> it was so horrible. <laughs> and then I complained to my mom when she was like, I expected this to happen. But you learned something. I did. Haven't done it since. And then I found out that they cook the kale a little bit before they put it and it makes it less fibrous. You got to massage it. You got to put some lemon juice on it. You got to no, work it. No, it's not it. a salad, Sean. This is going in. <laughs> got to work it. I find that kale to be even more disgusting. Yeah. It gets like weird and slimy and I don't like it. Hmm each their own yeah but anyways so kimchi and rice it was i don't even know how i got into that date shake riding around at that hotel that i stayed at (laughs) Mm -hmm. they were wonderful what was lunch 
it was three types of kimchi. It was mild, no, regular, that, that was, that was and breakfast. spicy. It's the same thing. <laughs> it was the same thing. <laughs> they, they told you it was all, uh, all you could eat breakfast and all you could eat lunch. And I was like, that's crazy. I, and I all guess... I can watch, all the movies. <laughs> I clicked so hard on that ad. Did I was you, like, I would have lost so much weight. No. In fact, I'm it like, kept me strong. And it, like, honestly, we probably didn't get so, sick because the probiotics of kimchi is amazing. But yeah, like, and you know that I'm a germ freak, right? Yeah. Well, it never really developed until I mean, it had developed at a younger age, but <laughs> it, it goes in and out. You guys, it went into overload when I went to New York City for when New York's dirty. for that. I had already been there once. There's so many people. I went people. for a Youth United Nations debating. Was this? Is this when Giuliani was cleaning it up, or is this when? Yeah, ninety two. Still... I was there. Ninety three. That's, that's right on the cusp. Right on the cusp, baby. Maybe 94. <coughs> yeah. 93, 94. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and New York was pretty ugly, uh, rough. It was mm-hmm. fun, I'm sure, but There's it was still also... rough areas like Hell's Kitchen where we stayed that one time at the Kimpton, which I love Kimpton, but... Um, we saw Daredevil. We did not. No. But Hell's Kitchen's pretty rough. It's a rougher part of town. It's noisier. It's dirtier. Yeah. You know, versus like Chelsea or Greenwich Village is like bougie and quiet and nice. And that used to be a tough place. Yeah. Yeah. All those uh, hipsters you know, in the 60s. Hipsters. Beatniks, I think they called them. Filthy beatniks. <laughs> beatniks. Ruining the village. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I, no. okay. I know nothing about New York's history. But I love New York. And so that thus explains Sean's love for kimchi. It started. Oh. Because you didn't even know that kimchi existed until then. And then he couldn't get enough of it. You know what? I couldn't. So I had it for uh, one month every day. For breakfast and for lunch. Wow. And then for dinner, I had pizza. It was amazing. And that was me in New York. Wow. Yeah, it was great. I love kimchi. Mm. <laughs> and it's, it's not a very balanced diet is what I'm thinking. I'm not judging your kimchi love. I'm saying that doesn't sound healthy. Those things that you just said. Yeah, no, and that's great. all that you ate. With the white rice, I had the power to walk the city as fast. As I, like. Did white... you take it with you ever? Um. Yeah, I think once or twice I had a like, little Ziploc of... Uh, of kimchi or <laughs> it kept the uh it keeps the girls away <laughs> like kimchi brings all the girls to the yard and, and they're, they're like, like your farts smell terrible um so sean made kimchi and it's actually delicious you did a good job oh yeah that's so, that was a conclusion of this so 20 year 22 years 23 years later mm-hmm. here i am in santa monica still loving kimchi but it's so darn expensive, so I trotted out on the last episode. Although we should go to Mitsua Market. We have this Mitsua Marketplace on the west side of Los Angeles, which is like an Asian marketplace. And even though I think a lot of it is Chinese, but they also have Korean and I think Japanese Vietnamese and well, Japanese. Yeah, they have yeah, all sorts Mitsua of... Mitsua is a Japanese market. Oh, is it a Japanese market? I thought it was just Asian all across the board. I think they also have different sections inside of it that oh. are rented out. By but I know they have this huge wall of kimchi anyway. Long story short. The Great Wall of Kimchi. They have a huge refrigerator section filled with kimchi. And they might have cheaper and more delicious options there. But I do know you have to look out for MSG because a lot of them will have it in it. Yeah. What I didn't like is when we were in there, they had a lot of uh, produce that was from... Um, yeah, China. From China. And I... I was I like, really... that's weird. Well, that's a huge carbon footprint for one thing. Like, we have tons of produce yeah, in why California. Why shipping I... mushrooms and dirt yeah. over here? I, I thought that was odd. And then I'm wondering, like, what are the what are the quality controls that we're missing? Because we yeah, just found know. out that pork in the United States yes. and Canada, dear countries. 
Hello, Canada. There's a drug United they give States. it called rapamycin. Something like that. It's a human growth hormone of some sort. It's like a f they finish them to help make them gain a lot of weight before they butcher the pigs, which yeah. already makes me upset. But yeah, I think it's But just, they don't tell us that it's in the, the food. I wonder if kosher doesn't allow for that because I, I used to always buy kosher. Thing. Well, kosher, they don't eat pigs, <laughs> right? That's a good point. So never mind. But Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. They like pork But I used to buy, too. yeah, of course. But I used to buy. Just don't um, tell anyone, Avi. Avi, don't <laughs> tell anyone. I have a weakness. Uh, I like my cornichons. I'm just kidding. Not cornichons. That's the pickle. Uh, chicharrons. That's what oh, I was thinking of. Chicharrons. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, they give them this thing and you're, it's not good. And so you have to get one that's not made with any growth hormone and is organic, I think. Yeah. Because I've been trying to get a so ham for Christmas. China bans it and therefore... Uh, you know, if China's banning a chemical or a hormone with animals, we should it. be banning it as well. Yes. Look, if another large nation, I don't care which one it is, says, hey, we don't want our people eating that Yeah, it's not good chemical, for us. Then we probably shouldn't. It's exactly. not good for any of us. But uh, vice versa, I'm really not interested in eating produce that comes mm -hmm. over from China. I don't know what their like, pesticides are or whatever. Why is it cheaper for our grocery stores to sell yep. garlic from China? That doesn't make sense. When in California, I'm, I live right near Gilroy. Yeah, Gilroy has, you can drive through Gil Gilroy and it smells like garlic bread. That place stinks so good. <laughs> Just like that John Cougar Mellencamp song, <laughs> stinks so good. Stinks so good. Come, Come on, baby. baby. Let it stink so good. We have a cheese shop down on Montana Avenue in Santa Monica that's called This Place Stinks. Andrew's and Cheese Shop. They make amazing sandwiches. I used to back in the day go grab like on the go. Sandwiches on the go. So decadent. And it was really just a cheese, cheese and sandwich. Meat. And it was cheese and meat. And it was on like a, a new crunchy baguette. Delicious. Delicious. Okay, we have another one more letter that I'm going to read. And if you've sent your letters in, keep sending them in we just can't get through them all all at once so we're gonna do our best we're working our way through them working every working nine to five what a way to make a living barely getting by it's all taken and no giving okay this says dear katie and sean on the subject of why countries get very proud of their successful people if yes. you grew up in australia the majority of the content you consume is american the culture meshes with our own. So when someone quote unquote makes it, that means they go to America and then we get to see more of them. Ah. We get proud because Australians have to go overseas to America to make it big or make it in the big time um, arts most of the time. So we are saturated with U.S. media. So we see that as a definition of success when our little population sends its heroes off to the L.A. wilderness and they are lauded. We get proud, but also sarcastic and not too proud because that's on Australian. Don't get too proud. So while we take the piss out of the U.S. a lot, we also love the films, the TV, the video games, etc. And when you see yourself or someone with an Australian accent succeed in the U.S., it's a cause for pride tempered with, I hope they don't become goop-style self-entitled dickheads. Oh. That's fair. Yeah. And now for the sales pitch. Ah. <clears throat> now, we've pretty much eliminated COVID. It's really, all caps, time to consider a move down under. Down under. That's, I'm probably saying it wrong. Jeremy did great work selling Adelaide. Lovely place. Like a big country town. And now I'm going to sell you the Grampians. The Grampians? I don't even say. know what this is. Imagine, imagine a mountain paradise with wallabies, emus, and kangaroos peacefully grazing under an impossibly big sky. I have a question. Mm -hmm. What is an emu? 
and emu, you saw them, remember? They're like those huge, they have those long legs and they're birds. They're like dinosaur birds. Oh, like an ostrich. Yes. Uh, but they're oh, different, but they're, yes. Sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. Emu, very similar in look. I think they're smaller than ostriches. I don't an have time to that, Google. A teenage ostrich that mopes around? Maybe. Is an emu. He's emu. He's so, he's so emo. He's emu. Um, yeah, it's a, actually an angsty teen. I'm just kidding. No, um, okay. So wallabies, emus, and kangaroos peacefully grazing under the impossibly big sky. Take a short stroll to the base of Mount Sturgeon and see the joeys frolic in the native grasses and marvel at mountains so perfect and rugged it's as if they've been painted on the horizon. Wander into town for some of the best coffee. I agree with that. I totally understand. Fine dining and wine in the southern hemisphere. In this paradise, your trip to the post office is the highlight of your day. You might see and feed the alpacas. Oh, alpacas. Entertain Buddy the Terrier and or scratch the belly of Lilu the Calico Cat. Witness the comedic stylings of Keith the Postmaster and all the round and all and all around legend. As you head back home, wallabies will hop past your feet. Hundreds wallabies, of birds. I know they're so cute. Hundreds of birds will delight you with their songs and exotic coloring and the smell of the eucalyptus. We fucking love some eucalyptus. Will become your signature scent. It's the details that's of the That's the Okay, so Mm-hmm. that's the lemongrass stuff right yes so we have eucalyptus trees here in santa monica and whenever you pass them even if they're nearby you're like what is that lemony lemon fresh lemon. yeah but i didn't know what it was first of all those trees are beautiful they're huge they're gorgeous. and they're hard like you know mm-hmm. but we didn't know and yeah i i think we figured it out and then lamar had to explain yeah, to lamar us. Explained like, it. it was it's eucalyptus dude and I was like, what? No, isn't that minty? He's like, no, no, no. That's the, you know, Southern no, California, blah, blah, blah. Because it's the oil in the leaves when they fall to the ground and when I they're said, dead. And you're right. Can... And I, I rubbed it all over my hands. And he's like, don't. It's poison. And he slapped yeah. it out he's of my like, hands. Don't wash your hands. Don't eat it. Don't touch it. Blah. Yeah. He was concerned. Well, I mean, it's you know. It's a good friend. It's a good friend because you do try to do things like that sometimes. Sometimes I get rashes from being adventurous, but he does. He'll be like, "Is this plant <laughs> rosemary?" And then he'll like rub it all over himself and sniff it up in his nose. And he's like, "I don't know why I have these bumps here." And I'm like, "Maybe because that wasn't rosemary." And I'm really not sure what the fuck you just touched. Um, so we have a rule now. I'm like, I'll walk on the inside, so you don't have to touch anything. And I call it adventurous, but you know, <laughs> some call it hives. Okay. Um. So yeah. Eucalyptus is an amazing smell, just FYI. It's the details of the Australian bush that stay with you. The shy, and I don't know how to say this word, and we've seen them, Echin- echidnas? Yeah. <laughs> Echinitas? Adidas? E- no, echidna or echidna. We have saw we saw those at the the conservator, what was it called? The, I think it was the... The, the animal ranch? Yeah. The, uh, the wildlife preserve. I don't know what it was called. That's why I'm like, mm, was it a sanctuary? I or think a... it was a sanctuary. Okay. Anyway, but. That's where we saw the dingo. The dingoes are beautiful. I did not know what a dingo was. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. And that's my only reference. <laughs> my aunt Margie would say that over and over again. She. she it was she, because of that. The show. The, the movie. Yeah. Uh, or the movie. I always say show. But she used to repeat that. And I was like, I didn't Maybe see the, the movie. Maybe the dingo but... ate your baby. Okay. The shy. Echidnas, echidnas, you Chinchillas. Me. Manila, we don't know. The beautiful crimson rosellas, the ru- rustling gum leaves and native flowers. You never, you're never at a loss for natural wonders and you can't, can't get lost because you're very much home. 
See photos for proof below. More photos to show. I think a move is definitely on the cards. You'd get so much work here. If you prefer the Californian weather, move to Queensland or nor northern New South Wales. You'd be very welcome and best of all, very safe and able to have all the dogs. All the dogs? All the dogs. All the dogs, you say? All the dogs. Hmm. Much loved, Go Katie on. and Sean. I'm worried for you and hoping a vaccine is forthcoming yesterday. Agreed. Feel free to show any of my photos. Enjoy the beady echidna eyes. Ah, we're fucking that up. Do, uh, do take lots of care. Bunker down. XOXO. Show photos to Katie. Bins. Thanks, oh, yes. Bins. Yes, I will. Uh, he will show me the photos. Gosh, Bins, you're an excellent uh, copywriter. She's great. Yeah, that, that's Her writing amazing. is impeccable. It's beautiful. That's I got into my... I don't use I'm words reading, so good. I'm doing an so. audiobook version of me. That's what I did just there. I don't know if you noticed. It was excellent. I tried. You have the voice of an angel. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that angel in the back. You got to put the money beats up front. Yeah, put the, this is called the money beats. Um, I think that's it for me. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's... That's a grand day. That's plenty of our opinions that don't matter. My God, we've really My done it. My God. So this is the end of uh, of opinions that don't matter. No. We we still have one more before the end of the year. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> clickbait. Hashtag clickbait. clickbait. I know. I've seen that in quite a few different... Ryland uh, did it. Yeah. Good for him. I hope okay. he got the views. Hope he got the clicks. Get them views. Get those clicks. Yep. Um, please share our podcast with people in your life if they need a chuckle or want to, you know, yell at their phone and be like, how do you not remember that? Or you're saying that wrong. I think this is the perfect podcast for them. I say share it. Do you want to frustrate your friends and enemies? Please share. Spam them. Also, um, you know, leave us reviews. That helps too. There's some pretty funny ones right now. And so. <laughs> we also have f funny merch. That hopefully you like about what grinds our gears, opinions that don't matter. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. That's actually my favorite is the pew pew pew. I like it on the socks. I like it on the socks too, Katie. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get okay. out of here. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.